What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I am your host, Resident Daryl, and tonight it's a triple threat. I got Johnson, Jam, and Joe. Woo! And Taco Titties T-Bird. <laughs> Taco That's the first thing that came to my head. I don't know. Titty. I don't know what that is, okay? Just <laughs> That's the first thing that came to your head. I don't, yeah, I don't like either one of those things either, so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we know, Daryl. You send us pictures of big balls all the time. <laughs> one time. I sent pictures of, of video game pig balls one time, and now I'm branded the pig ball guy. Yes. Yeah. Wear it. <laughs> it's my curse. <laughs> I'm never satisfied. Across the bear. <laughs> All right, guys. It's Loot Bros Podcast. This week is a very special Loot Bros Podcast. That's right. We kicked CJ to the curb. We told Kalai to take a hike. And I can't actually make uh, bad jokes about my cousin because uh, our his dad, my uncle, had a stroke. So um, he's in the hospital right now. So it's uh, that's pretty sucky. Uh, get well soon, Uncle William. So, um, yeah. So it's just us three tonight. So tonight we are going to do what we've been promising for weeks and weeks and weeks. Finally, we're talking about wrestling. Yes. I know you boys are excited. Yes, yes. The crowd went wild just like it does in the years. Me either. <laughs> I haven't been watching it lately. I mean, I watch. I watch highlights. I watch kind of. I mean, watch AEW. There everyone you go. Which everyone should watch. There you go. All Rampage right. is on tonight. I think first episode of Rampage. Yeah, first it's live. So I'm gonna try to catch that this weekend. I, I haven't watched. I, I, they're saying Punk might come back. Isn't that Chicago tonight? Yep. That's the big thing. Uh, it might happen. It might happen at ten o'clock. Well, you know what? It's live, and we'll be recording when it happens. So if it does, we'll we'll uh, say a little something. You never know. Dude, if it Stay happens, tuned. the only internet's gonna break. I hope so. I want him and Daniel. Okay, okay. I want to say this. Brian Danielson because he can't yeah. have his real name there. I don't like. I don't like CM Punk. I can't, can't stand CM Punk. Not a fan of Phil Brooks. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Phil Brooks. But I would love for him to come back and then Daniel Bryan, Brian Daniel, whatever, Brian to come Daniel. on there and then them have like some good matches together because they will. No, I agree. And, so, and I'd be good with that. Would Daniel Bryan get released from WWE? Everyone has. Everyone has. Jeez. Did he get released or did he ask for his release? No, his contract ran up. And he just didn't renew? Yep. Can you blame the guy? All right. Nope. Mm. Have you watched WWE? No, you haven't, because not worth watching. Exactly. I tried, man. I it's tried. Kinda, it's kind of sad, dude. Like This is like the saddest point in my life when you know I don't even want to watch the very thing that I watched more, probably more, more hours of than anything else on this planet. It's probably one of the only things I've invested more time in the video games is watching wrestling in my life. Yeah, I, uh, so, I, I was always a big wrestling fan and I watched it for years and years and years. Now there's been times before where I didn't watch it. Um, and so this is not the first lull in my life. Like when CM Punk was the champion, I took a big lull because I can't stand him. And I thought the product was crap at the time. I mean, I took a lull when like, when it, when, like one of the biggest points in the business, like when they, uh, when they did that, like 
turnover period where like John Cena and Eddie Guerrero, like I didn't watch because I I was like I was dating my uh, now wife at the time, so like it's the only time I think I took a break was like at that period of wrestling, like that two thousand one two thousand two, like my last probably two years of high school. Like I didn't watch a lot. Like we still went to pay per views with my friends. I still did other things, but I don't I didn't watch as much in that yeah. era. Yeah, I uh I, the when Brock Lesnar came on the scene, I did I, I missed his entire first run. Like I would watch like highlights, I would watch the pay per views with my uncle. Um, you know, I would kind of watch like things here and there, but like I just I, I wasn't able to watch it. So but anyways, before we get too crazy into the weeds, this is the Loot Bros Podcast, and we open up every single show. With a toast. Now, this week's toasts are going out to our Patreon producers. We have some new Patreon producers. Are you guys ready? You just said nude, not new. Nude, new. What's the difference? They're on Patreon. I can't see what they look like. I got both. <laughs> they were actually nude when they became new Patreon producers. So, I give a shout out to NZ Nitro. And my name is Frickin' Mayo, John Tancredi. They are newest. <laughs> is that really his name? His name is but it's not freaking, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, that's uh, yes. Yeah. My name is Mayo is our, is one of our newest Patreon producers, uh, as well as Jared, Jared G the man who has coined, he has hit me with a really, really awful game suggestion. Yeah, I, you brought that upon yourself. Ah, no, 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 no. Yes, you no, did. No, that, was so, no, that, that was Enzy that got me. That was Enzy that got you that one. Yeah. You talked so much trash last week about how you weren't going to have to play that game. Oh, no one's going to do it. It took, what, less than 48 hours after this <laughs> showing up? Someone's like, oh. Oh, no, he's going to do that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I also want to give a shout out to Veronica G. Thank you guys so much for being our Patreon producers. You guys are all freaking awesome. And the last part of our toast will go out to uh, Corey, friend of the show, the Grounded Gamer, because uh, here in just 24, what, 48 hours from the time of recording, he's going to start uh, his Ridiculous Guinness fantasy. World Record attempt. So okay. I hope he gets it. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah, CJ is a patron, but he can't get shout-outs because he's on the show. <laughs> I mean, technically, you just shouted him out, so you failed. Well, it's it's kind of like a uh, reverse shout-out. If I say I can't shout him out, even though his tier clearly says I have to shout him out. All right, so since we're on the subject of Patreon, that's right, ladies and germs, we, just like every other podcast under the sun, have launched a Patreon. Now, we have uh, a handful of subscribers. We greatly appreciate you guys. It's awesome. Uh, so glad you jumped on, supported us in the way you did. Uh, if you're on the fence, if you're listening to the show, you're like, huh, what is this Patreon thing? You can join our Patreon for as little as a dollar. That's right. For $1 a month, you get yourself access to an extra episode of the Loot Bros Podcast called the Super Loot Bros Podcast. Something a little more focused, a little less, I don't know, what do you want to call our show? Garbage Truck on Fire? Wait, that's that's taken. Um, uh, right after long. Yeah, well, I would say a little less Elimination Chamber, a little more focused, more like a ladder match. So there. I, I feel like it's, if anything, our show is like the uh, that ECW Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. <laughs> like it was, they thought it was a good idea, but it was absolute fucking garbage. Terrible idea, yeah. Dude, That's oh, our I'm, show in a nutshell. Mm. Our show, our show is like the 
they're a revamped ECW. <laughs> yeah, everyone but... thought it was a great idea. They had good <laughs> yeah. intentions, but then you know it's it's just a bunch of yeah. shit every week. There you go, a hundred percent. So yeah, so you can join the Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. They get you an extra episode. Now you're guaranteed an extra episode, but every now and again we throw in extra extra episodes. So. Be looking at your perks, patrons. Uh, the second tier, the $5 deep dive tier, gets you gets you access to uh, a monthly deep dive as well as the first tier and anything extra bonus we throw in. Third tier is a Patreon producer tier. And the fourth tier, the dreaded, dirty, disgusting fourth tier. Uh, you can pledge that fourth tier and pick a host. <clears throat> Not me, I'm off limits. Uh, but any of the other hosts, and you can uh, make them play a game of your choice. Please make Kali play Gran Turismo. Please, for the love of God, make Kali play Gran Turismo. Something or Horizon, the, the, she not can, the motorsport. She can, you know, she can do Motorsport 7. It's on PC now. Somebody, anybody, everybody. So I, I'm taking the hit now. And oh, Tanner, you, you're going down with me on this uh, Senra Kagura, by the no, way. I'm not. So one hey, you're, in the, you're in the thread. <laughs> It's for one person. It didn't say it was for me. He said, I'm sorry. You can't be the one to play the game, Tanner. Daryl has to play it. No, no, because, no. I'm pretty sure it says, Tanner, no, you're going out with me. Because you you had a little loophole back in the day where you were doing that thing with Jared. That so, was not a loophole. Yeah, you're like, I want to play just no pervy game and end up playing a little children's game instead. Well, you guys... You freaking guys. All right, so let's start this show off with what we've been playing. I'm going to go first this week instead of last, because if you're not first, you're last. All right, so I've been playing a whole slew of random stuff. I mean, that's not true. You can be like second or third or fourth. No, no, no. no. If if you're first, if you're not first, you're last. Second is just first place loser. Applebee's has rats. So, uh, so I've been playing a little bit of Night Cry on my Vita. This is the spiritual successor to the Clock Tower franchise. It's a freaking weird game. It's janky as all mess. Uh, I'm going to talk about this game more on our you know weird and janky game podcast. But I've been sitting on this one for a couple weeks. Want to talk about it a little bit, and it has the most god awful running animations I've ever seen in my life. Like I tried to take a video of it, but then I was trying to run and take a video with my phone. It wasn't working good. But the game is weird. It's a weird one. Uh, I've been playing a crap ton of Call of Duty Cold War with my boys. We have been you know running shot on zombies. And uh, it's been a blast, man. Like we, that zombies is so in depth and so fun. There's so many different modes. Outbreak mode is awesome. That's the uh, open world one I was telling you about, Tanner. Yep. Where like you could, it's like uh, they kind of drop you off almost in like the uh, war zone map. Yep. And, and there's like rooms, you know, buildings you can run in, grab gear, all this stuff. Of course, you got the pack a punch and all that crap armor upgrades but like you've got like the purple ring around the area and you have to complete all the objectives to be teleported to the next area and then you do that over and over and over again and then each area gets harder and man i'm telling you four hours will disappear in a blink of an eye playing this mode me and my my sons had so much fun and like we'd go get on a vehicle and just go find hordes of zombies to run over 
and we laughed and just we've had just this has been such a great experience such a fun game for us to play together on top of it being an amazing campaign the multiplayer suite on this has been awesome now i've played a bunch of multiplayer but i haven't played against other people we've just been like going offline with bots and so i've been playing it with all three of my kids and each and every one of them has been having a blast and then uh, we've been playing the the zombie modes, and uh, dude, it's it's so good, it's so good, so good. In fact, that I um, jumped on the battle pass train. I'm like, I'm not even a battle pass person, but I'm like, I'm putting enough time into this. I want to start unlocking all the stuff. So I don't know that I'll do like a. I don't know that I'll get the platinum in this game because the the zombie trophies are kind of seem kind of tough. Just kind of glancing at them. So they right. got. So you're telling me they got you. They got. They got me. They got their hooks in me. Like they're turning me out. So, what sucks is I bought the battle pass. I actually, I accidentally bought the battle pass, and then it expired three days later. Oh, you <laughs> got like, it like right at the end of the season, and that's yeah. I didn't mean to. I was trying to. I was kind of like playing around, like, well, how do you buy the battle pass? Like, um, what does it cost? You know, because like I already had like fourteen hundred credits build up or whatever. Yeah. So it technically didn't cost me $10, even though the money I already occurred was the equivalency of $10. But my son bought the battle pass today for the new season. So I think I'll end up buying that one too. So it's going to get me this time. Whereas I could have had it for free. Now I got to pay for it. But uh, either way, it's worth it. There's so much content there and the, uh, the operators are pretty cool. The unlocks are pretty cool. Um, None of it is actually worth $10 in my opinion, but (laughs) what? Like, I don't think battle passes are worth the money, but it's kind of like one of those things to where if you're going to play the game, you buy the first one. And if you play the game any real amount of time, you'll unlock enough credit from that point on having the battle pass to continue to buy the battle passes. So essentially what I'm going to undo is I'm going to buy it, play the game with my boys, and then just unlock skins and guns from now until we quit playing the game. So you played it for more than 15 minutes. Would you say it's a masterpiece? Masterpiece. Now it's, it's really good, actually. Like I, I think it's a contender for Ghost's Mantle, personally. Whoa, hmm. whoa! Hmm. Coming from the biggest Call of Duty Ghost shill <laughs> that I've ever encountered. I feel like let's not say things we can't take back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true. It's true. It's damn true. There you go. But uh, it's it's really fun, man. It's it's fun. And as a matter of fact, Enzi in, reached out and he was like, actually reached out through Patreon, just like you can. And he said that he wanted to join in and play some Call of Duty uh, Zombs with me. So uh, I think Sunday, so two days from this recording, uh, the day before this comes out for everybody, Enzi and I are going to join up and grab get online with the boys. My wife's working. Corey's going to be doing his, uh, he's going to be doing his, uh, you know, Guinness World Record thing. So I think while he's doing the Guinness and I'm watching him, I might jump on and play some Call of Duty with the community. And by community, I mean one Patreon producer and my boys. <laughs> so on top of that, I've been uh, kind of chipping my way through the 2K20 um, story mode. Oh, man. I mean, I, I enjoyed it because it was like Tony Hawk Underground to me. It is. And here's what's cool, right? So th- this is why I, wa- I wanted to. <clears throat> this is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk wrestling tonight. It's been a long time since I actually enjoyed the story modes on the wrestling games. I actually I, enjoyed the story mode in that game. I did. It's really good. And it's it's cheesy. It's like, it knows what it is. It's dumb. 
But like I did something I never do. I just auto generated my characters. Oh yeah. And I got a pretty dope looking female character. Like she kind of has, um, um, MVPs kind of style outfit. Like it's not, not quite a full onesie. Like it's like a onesie with shorts and short sleeves. Um, but like it randomly generated a pretty decent, like like normal looking character. You know how like sometimes it makes them look like stupid and crazy and like like I would never put all this this ensemble together. I didn't oh, but I actually put this uh, I like randomly generated this character and it looked like a normal like you would create this wrestler or you would have this wrestler in the game. So I was like, Oh, cool, I'll go with her. And then he has like a male and a female um for the story mode. So I auto-generated my guy, and he looked pretty cool, too. So I was like, dang, this isn't bad. So, you know, no, I went ahead and rolled with it. And I'm playing the story, and it's pretty good. Like, I just play, like, a match or two at night uh, before I go to bed. The loading times are atrocious. I'm playing, <laughs> I'm playing on the PS4. And it, the PS4 is in my bedroom. And so my wife's had a really rough – we've both had really rough – work weeks but she's been working a lot extra and she's not feeling good right now so like she's been coming home and going to bed and so we got the kids they're starting back school so we got them doing nine o'clock bedtimes and reading and stuff like that so i've been getting in the bed early and playing a little bit of wrestling and then crashing so it's been fun the wrestling itself is really good in the game um they changed the control scheme to uh, to like it's stupid like it's just straight stupid, the the button choices and the button mapping that they chose. Like, I don't understand how every single wrestling game has to control differently. Like, they haven't found their Call of Duty style that like works for every game. I mean, they found it for. I mean, they found it in that Raw versus SmackDown era, and they kept that for. I said they kept that for a few games, and then they were like, "Nah, let's just make it more difficult for no reason." For no well, reason. It's like you need to perform all these extra moves. I like when the when the um, when the second stick, the le- the right stick, was the yeah. one that controlled the grapple. That's what I liked it. Well, I don't know if you liked it that way or. Well, save that for for the twat this week because we're going to get into the nitty gritty on these control schemes and things like that. But Sounds good. I will say this: I I don't love the way the game controls, but it plays nice. If that makes sense. I, I, like, I, oh, okay, so I. Uh, I sank. This is the first year, and I don't mean to cut you off there. This is like the first year where I think I spent less than fifty hours playing a WWE game. I usually spend up to three hundred and four hundred hours playing these yeah. games. I play Universe for so long, like, like I play so many years of Universe mode because that's that's my favorite thing to do. It's all I pretty much do. Like the first day, the first like two days I have a, the or first week I have the WWE game, I, I knock out all the trophies. Like I just go trophy crazy. Like I go through the list. I usually go in order. And I just knock them all out straight through. And then and then I'll start like a universe, a fake universe mode where like either yeah. I simulate the matches to get all the trophies or I play through it to get all the trophies. But I only I only do it to set up all the trophies real quick. And then I set up my real universe, which takes like a million hours because I got to like do my drafts and set up all my pay-per-views and my schedules and all that. All the important stuff. All the important stuff. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I would say this year didn't grab me and it's kind of funny because they fixed one of my major problems with um universe mode which was they added more titles finally 
Like you can have more a a second secondary title now, and you can have a Money in the Bank that doesn't count as a title slot now. So it was really cool. So I think it was like I think it's like you can have three or four titles on each brand and the Money in the Bank, or I think it was you can have you can have five and then no Money in the Bank. Gotcha. So it's really cool the way they set it up this year in universe mode. But well, like you, like you said, the control scheme. Yeah, it's not the greatest. <laughs> it's it's weird because it works, but it's not. I don't like it. But once I play it, I'm like, okay, this fine. But the moment to mo- the actual act of playing the wrestling game, the the contact, the move sets, the the absurd amount of moves they have, like it's awesome. Like you it's said, good. you hate you said you hate the reversal scheme, right? Yeah, because the reversal in this one's triangle. Yeah. Okay. So but, they. Ch- it's funny because they changed. I think they flopped the buttons for the reversal and the finisher, right? That's right. The, so, well, no, well, no. Well, I don't. I, so it used to be, it used to be, you had like the left trigger. This is going back now. Left trigger yeah, yeah, was yeah. grapple reversal for. Um, excuse me, yep. it was a strike reversal, and then right trigger was grapple reversal. Grapple reversal. Yep. And then they put it all on one button, and then which they moved which to was the smart, right they, trigger. Well, I mean, they moved it all to one button when they made the reversal gauge. Where you can only right. have so many reversals, which is the best thing they ever created in wrestling games. Period. Well, like, then, oh, then they moved it to triangle. Now they moved it to triangle, and it's, then your finisher is X and square it's together. X and square together, yeah. That's which your right. finisher used to be triangle, but now your triggers are almost worthless in the game. Well, I remember when your finisher used to only be Y, or what would or that tr- be? Triangle, triangle, now, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, you used to your used to do your wake up finisher, so you used to have to hold triangle when they were on the mat. Mm-hmm. And then you would press it again when they got up, or you would press. I think it might have been one year it was mapped to uh, R R one. So you do your wake up, and then they yeah. would get up, and then you could do the wake up, and that's like the more powerful finisher. But but it has more it has more chance of being reversed, so that's why nobody used it. And and I don't mind the R one button, you know, but like X, and I don't I don't think I mind X and square really, but like it's just dumb to keep moving it. And the thing is, is I've been shuffling through a bunch of different wrestling games to get my head around like tonight's topic. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, they all play different. It's like, <laughs> it's like jumping. It's like playing Xbox and then playing PlayStation and then playing the Nintendo switch, like right after each other. Boom, boom, boom. And it's like, where's the X button? Oh wait, X buttons over here now. Oh wait, now X button doesn't do what it used to do. It cancels out instead of confirms. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's killing my brain. Yeah, but I feel like at this point of gaming, like I know that the buttons all do the same thing and they all have different they all have the same layout. It's just they're named differently. And I know my body, like my mind and will just naturally gravitate to the one I need to push because it knows what it's supposed to do. The thing that really messes me up now is this is kind of like off topic, but it's just like video game related is like when PlayStation changed the confirm button to circle like they have it in Japan and the X buttons now cancel on everything. Whereas before it used to be the opposite in America, but it was the other way in Japan. So I'm yep. like, I'm like, you couldn't have just left it the fuck alone. It's like people who call it cross instead of or it's cross instead of X. No, <laughs> yeah. I will not be doing that. So either way, I've been playing, you know, like I said, some wrestling. I've been finishing up my uh, my platinum run for Retro Mania, which is what I'm playing during the show. Is it a platinum or is it just 100? percent It's a it's a platinum. Oh, it does have a platinum? It does have a platinum. Yeah, and it's oh. the trophy list is pretty straightforward and easy. I mean, like, I might have 15 hours in it total, maybe 18 hours. Um, 
cool thing about your PS5 is you can actually check that stat now. Yeah, well, I keep it paused a lot, so I don't know if it counts my pause time. because it like, I, I mean, it, it's counts, been, it counts the time the game's on. So yeah, It's been paused this whole time we've been talking, so that's 30 minutes now. So, But, I mean, overall, it, it's been a fun game. It's a nice throwback to retro wrestling games. Um, I don't love it. But I'm glad it exists. I'm glad I bought it. I mean, I do think that $30 is too high for this game. Uh, I so mean, I would personally suggest people waiting to put for it to get on sale. But is it, all, is it all free DLC, though? Like, how's that working out? So I haven't seen any DLC yet, and I didn't look it up. But I know you had mentioned that they said that they were going to add characters over time, and that was going to be free. Yeah, there's supposed to be four getting added very, very soon if they haven't gotten added yet. Yeah, well... So that might be the case and that, that would be good. And that would be, you know, you know, that would add value to the package. Um, but there's no like creator wrestler, which is fine. You don't have to have that. And the, I was telling you before the show, the grapple is like, it's default set to auto grapple. So you kind of have to walk into a character and then it'll grab them. And I don't think I like it, but I didn't change it just because I was trying to get my wrap my head around the way the game is intending me to play it because it is different than the rest of the games. I mean, I, I played so I played that game. So I got a cool story real quick. I played that game with Tommy Dreamer. This is really cool <laughs> with Tommy Dreamer and the creator of the game at PAX East. Dude, that's crazy. They're not PAX East. Too many games. Too many games. It was too many games. We got to play it with them at too many games. And Tommy was like, hyping the game up and I picked it up and played it. I was like, this is a really good game and I can't wait to play this because it reminded me of uh, like uh, Royal Rumble on Super Nintendo. Right. Yep. It reminds me of uh, WWF In Your House. You know, the one with uh, like Bret Hart and Dwight the Clown and all that stuff. I so, agree. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't really play like it's like it's it's successor. It doesn't play like or not. Was it WrestleFest? Was the WrestleFest. Other it doesn't really play like WrestleFest for the most part. Which I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna get that one next. I just, uh, I don't know. It's not bad. And and as someone like me who's starving for a good wrestling game, play um, um it's play good. uh good enough, I guess. Yeah, you should check out uh Wrestling uh Empire on the Switch. So uh-huh. it plays like WWE Attitude on the PlayStation One, but like, oh. but it but it's fun as hell. It's so like janky and like it's. It it wants to be that janky, but it has full create a wrestler. Like you can create as many guys as you want, and you can create any WWE superstar in the game. Hmm. It's really cool, and it's got that like old school like Aki thing where like like you know how like WCW or not like um and like Fire Pro how like you can pr- kind of like it has like all the people from all the federations, but they're just named differently to get the over copyright stuff. It's like that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well. I'm, I, and I may dive into those right now. My, my after uh, Platinum Retromania, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna focus on WWE 2K20, and I'm not gonna go for the Platinum, but I'll probably get all the trophies I can get and play it until I'm sick of it. And the Platinum's uh, stupid in that game because you have to do the stupid. Um, you have to do the pay per view tro- uh, trophies, and I don't even know if they're active anymore on on 2K20. I don't know, but uh, I know the the creator the the character creations is still active, so that usually means that that stuff's going. But do you, do you know how to get the pay per view ones? They're ridiculous. You have to play online and get ranked enough to get in a pay per view match. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, and, and, and then you have to and then you have to win them. And, yeah, and like I'm, the people are so cheap in those games. All they do is run, uh, running DDT, running DDT, running DDT, running DDT, running DDT, taunt, 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 and then finisher, and you're dead every match. So I know how to win now. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it, if you, but they they're all like amazingly good at reversals too. So it's like if you suck at reversals, you're never gonna win. Great, 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 great. So yeah, and then uh, I've been playing a little bit of two K WWE two K twelve. I played that on my lunch break yesterday. Um, it's pretty aggravated at work, and I was like, you know what? Screw everybody. I'm going on lunch. I'm locking my door, and I'm playing <laughs> PlayStation Three. I had two K twelve in there, so I put it in, and I did a couple. I did a couple matches. I actually got like three or four trophies in the game, but like it's my PlayStation's not hooked up to the internet in there, so I didn't get to sync them. So if I lose on the leaderboards, we know why. But, uh, but <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm not, not the guy who plays like a 90 million stacks of the same game. Yeah. No, no, it's not, not because it's cause your trophies didn't because my trophies didn't sink. That's what they, I, I, my trophies didn't sink. Ah, I got, I got like more platinum. So. But, um, it's, it's, it's a fun game. 2k. I, I played 2k 12, like literally coming, like coming out of 2k or excuse me, SmackDown versus raw 2011, which is one of my all time favorite wrestling games. So at the time they had made some changes that really pissed me off and I didn't love 2K12. Uh but playing 2K12 now it's like oh okay this is this is not bad. Um it was a really good roster though. It was a good roster but and that's one of the first years they started having legends in the game, right? Or like they had like the huge super huge rosters. Like that well, was one they, of the first years. They did and but they they start they had the accelerator pass and you had to like download all the character packs of the DLC drops and they took Stone Cold Steve Austin out of the game and you had to buy him and is either way I usually play creative wrestlers anyways but what 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 <laughs> but like I didn't create I didn't have time to create anything cuz I was on lunch so I just uh just played uh old Triple H but uh that, that I got one more game, and that was that's me. Um, so that, that was my wrestling dump, you know. And then uh, I opened up with Night Cry, and I'm going to end my list with Night Book. Now, CJ had mentioned this last time he was on the show that Night Book is by Wales Interactive, and it's a like a full motion video type game where you make decisions and the characters kind of play themselves out. And this one's a little supernatural, like horror. Like, dude, it's. It is so much better than it has any right to be. Um, it was uh, CJ had mentioned that it was like kind of done during COVID. And you can tell because like everyone is filmed in their own room by themselves doing their own thing, but it all makes sense for the narrative. And I sat down um, sad this past Saturday morning, like right after the show Sunday, uh, Friday night when we recorded. And I edited the podcast and then I was like, you know what? I still got a little bit of time. The wife wasn't ready to get out and do things yet. The kids were just running around playing Fortnite and crap. So I, I sat down and I played through this game, and it is so – it was good. It, I, re, I enjoy this style of game, uh, but this one I really enjoyed. I actually played through it almost two full times in one sitting. And then my son came upstairs on my second playthrough, my oldest, and he was like, hey, what are you playing? So then we kind of like made some decisions together and played through, like doing the opposite of what I did the first time. And it's pretty, it's good. It was, and it was clean enough, like to where my kid could be in the room and we could play this. And it's like, oh, here's a somewhat spooky, supernatural movie style game that you can enjoy with me. And I don't have to be like, oh, let me explain what that means. Or, oh, sorry, you know, bad words, whatever. So, and it was good. Like it was, it was, it was pretty good. A little, little cheesy at times. Um, but I, I enjoyed it, and I'm, I'm really, really, uh, I like games like that. So, yeah, take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, if you're looking for a, 
And it's 40, hour, hour and a half, 45 minutes to an hour, I guess, depending on the decisions you make. Like your playthrough, it's not, it's not overly long. It was only about $13 for the game. So that's good. But how about you, T-Bird? What you been playing? Um, not a whole lot, honestly. I, I played about three hours of Death Store. And, uh, yeah. How's that? It's fun. It's fun. It's not. I know CJ was saying it's like Souls-like, but it's totally not. It's more of a Metroidvania kind of thing. Where you basically okay. you get powers and you have to go back to different areas to get different unlocks and abilities. Yeah. I think uh, so far I'm still enjoying it. I got. So I think I think there's only like two more big bosses in the game, maybe three more. So it's not. A, it shouldn't be a very long game at all. Sweet. But yeah, that's that's actually kind of it for me. Oh dang! <laughs> yeah, that ain't bad. Yeah, nothing's really tickling my fancy lately. So, um, before you go, Joe, I did want to. I wanted to pitch this. I bought, um, you know, you know, Gamefly has their like little used game blowout every so often, every quarter you, or so. You went on again? Yeah, I went on there. I bought, uh, I bought Ratchet and Clank. Oh, that's forty-seven bucks, right? Dude, you can't beat that. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it, but I was like, you know what? It's gonna go lower. It will, but I, like, I've been really <laughs> wanting to play. It's like, or it might be I was like, it'll. I, I no, I was like, it'll. <laughs> <laughs> it went on PlayStation Plus eventually, so you might even buy anything. I'm Sony's getting no more of my money. You know what? For that matter, all TV will be on free television eventually. So why buy anything? Why go to the movie theaters? Why? Why? Why anything? Why anything? <laughs> this guy's gonna hate us. He's gonna hate us. I'll, 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 he's gonna, he's, he's gonna hate us. He barely, he barely listens to the show, anyways. Now. Oh man, it's too yeah. funny. He's in soul to soul to the uh to the trivia wars. So. Okay. If you uh, want to listen to mediocre podcast, go ahead. But yeah, uh, so I'll be on there. I'll be on there Sunday. Make sure you guys listen to the episode on Wednesday. Hey, 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 hey Wednesday. Free plug, free plug, That's free plug uh, Friday. Assuming that they're gonna actually have it ready uh, Alex will edit this week. <laughs> so, no, it'll be there because Alex is editing this week. Tricky edited this past week, hence why it was a day late and it had Really bad editing and the crazy Jeez. echo the whole time. Jesus. All right. Enough. enough with- <laughs> <laughs> I love the Trevor Wars there. Enough with tearing their podcast part. All right. So check, check it out. I bought, um, I bought that and I bought Werewolf uh, Apocalypse or whatever that game was. I'm sorry. Oh, you bought that? How much was that? Like 15 bucks. I bought it. Um, Wait, really? I, bought it. I didn't even see that for that cheap. Because I bought them all. No, I bought the <laughs> game digitally when it released. And, uh, all right. Um, call it? Uh, I just, I'm sorry. I got a message from a family. I <laughs> threw my, threw me off for a second there. Yeah. I, uh, I bought it digitally and I played it for a little bit and it's awesome, but it's got some jank to it. It's definitely like a double a mid tier game, maybe even a single a, uh, but it's like my style of game. It's like, it's like button mashing action slash. Oh, I'm going to go see if it's still on sale. Dude, 15 uh, bucks. You can't no, freak yeah. beat that job. No, not for a PS5 game. No, I, I know. And that's another thing too. And it's like, not like a overly well-known game. So that's one of those random titles that I was like, well, I need a physical version of this because one day somebody's going to be like, I want to play this game. And it's going to be 90 bucks on eBay. Oh, you think it's going to be the next Godzilla? Could be. I have that. I know you do. 
I'm jealous. <laughs> yes. I actually want to play that game. Heard it's it's not, so bad. <laughs> but I heard it's fun as hell. If you like Godzilla, it like is. It if, is. if you got Godzilla, if you like Godzilla, you know what you're signing up for. Like, what sucks is I bought the game, played it, was trying to get the platinum in it. The platinum, the trophies are broken. Couldn't get the trophies to pop. Then I sold it mm-hmm. or tra- traded it in one of the two. And then later on down the road, I was like, man, I want that game again. And then it was, you know, super expensive. By, the, by then, it was probably 50, 60 bucks again. I'm like, I'm not paying that for that game. Oh, damn. And this, then, sale's, this sale's dope. Yeah. And then I bought the, my brother's PS4 off of him and all of his games. And that was one of them. So I was like, yes. Oh, that's dope. You got luck. You got lucky. Mm-hmm. So, Joe, what have you been playing? Uh, not much this week, honestly. Like, I've... So... In fear of someone trying to get me to play something that I haven't beat yet, I already started playing it in advance. <laughs> so wait a second. You had the opportunity for someone to pony up for that dreaded, dirty, disgusting fourth tier to make you play Xenoblade. Oh, yeah. And then you just said, you know what? Yeah, I'm I just going to jump just on said, the grenade instead. I, I said, I'm going to jump on this grenade because, one, I really want to play it. So... It's not something I can play while I record, unfortunately, because I like to pay attention to my JRPGs. I don't like, I don't just skip cutscenes and beat them in like three days, like certain people. Won't Ooh. name names. You know who you are. I guess a mayo jar. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's beat, he's beat those games yeah. before. Like he's beat Mass Effect like a million times. Of course, he's skipping the cutscenes. I'm just Josh, you know. Um, I think the biggest the biggest thing about Xenoblade Chronicles that I noticed is I love the art design in that game and I love the auto attack like mechanic. So for those of you who have never played a Xenoblade game, like all the all the actions are kind of like auto. Like you're playing like an MMO. So you don't really like press buttons to do attacks. You can like do like special moves and stuff like that using any of the um the face buttons. But like all your all your like like regular attacks are just auto. It's really it's a really great game though. I'm enjoying it. It's about a, it's about a couple. I mean to do everything in the game. I think it's like 200 to 300 hours to do everything. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a sink. And I <clears throat> and I and that's kind of why I've never really played it. Is because I want to invest the time when I do play it. It's the same thing about like GTA and like Red Dead. Those three games are like my big like. I want to get them off my 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 list, and I mean GTA. I just want to get the hell off my console because it just takes up so much damn space. But I think we if should, you, I think if you we want to play do that one together, I, th- I mean we could. So so uh, and uh, well, there's two there's two that one and um, GTA and Red Dead. We should sure. do those at the same time so that we're spurring each other along. We could do a we can do a show like as we're as we're going through we can we can like we can both start over and go mission by mission and make podcasts out of it. I think that'd actually be a great idea. There you go. That's not a bad oh, idea. Patreon, damn. Patreon. Oh, oh damn! Good. Oh damn! Yeah. A little little Saturday Sunday special. We're gonna get we'll a little like, GTA, play, a little Reddit. Play along, or I don't know, we'll, we'll do bros right. play along. Play along, play a dong. I don't know <laughs> to get with that one. That's worse than my Asian jokes last week. <laughs> Those <are> borderline <laughs> racist. Borderline. borderline. Borderline's not racist. Hey, it's just hey. borderline. Borders are wide open these days, so there's nothing There's, no there's nothing racist back. about that. <laughs> just come on over, boys. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Bring you, your family, and your COVIDs. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it to it. Uh, so Xenoblade, right? Yeah, played a lot of that. And I played Castlevania on the Switch because I got the Castlevania collection. So I've just been going through those and like 
those games are so fucking good. Like all of them, like all of them, even Castlevania two, which is like ass is still better than like 90% of the games on Nintendo. <laughs> like it just tells you something like, even though this game's booty, it's so much better. Than- and it's because uh, it just is like the art direction, the music, everything is just so good. It's not, it's not their fault. They made level design where like you fall through the floor unless you like throw this, like throw this, like, um, throw these potions all over the floor so you don't fall through like it's so like just stuff like that and the data night cycle and the fact that like it's an open world castlevania game castlevania 2 is what literally like intrigued me about it but it's just it's just worse it's like the worst one out of all of them and it's just like it's not linear you don't just go in the you know it, it has like skill skill you have to have skill to play castlevania 2 but you also have to be able to, to like go through all the bullshit of grinding in that game you have to grind for hearts to buy things it's just pain in the ass just play, just play Castlevania 4. On so Super that's going to be on Tricky's that next list, right? <laughs> and I think he's already save stated. He already save stated that shit. Oh, okay. probably. Or he's already working on it. No, 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 no. There's no proof, so it ain't cheating. Is it on? Is it on the NES Classic? Because that's what he's been beating everything on. I think is the NES Classic. I'm sure he's been doing emulators. Come on now. I mean, we have no proof, so we can't prove anything. There right? you go. Hey, there's no proof, so it ain't cheating. Hey, man, so keep getting them points, bro. So, anything else, Joe? Um, I've been playing oh, on tonight's show. I'm playing uh, Plants vs Zombies, uh, Neighborhoodville or Survive or what is it called? Battle for Battle. Neighborhood Battle yep. for Neighborhoodville. It's one of the PlayStation Plus games for this very month. I ain't mad it. If you about did that. not, if you did not download it, you really should because it's like the closest. It's the coolest game like shooter I've played in since probably uh. What's that one that uh, People Can Fly made? That's really good. Bulletstorm. Thank you, Bulletstorm. It's probably my favorite shooter since Bulletstorm. I'm not lying. I think I'm going to invest time in this game. Garden Warfare was really good. I haven't played that one. That was the first one before this one. Thank you. I couldn't remember yeah. what it was. Can't Garden Warfare, Warfare. Too. Yeah, me and my boys played the crap out of that stuff. Dude. So there's four of these? Damn. Yep. Yeah. All right, I got to buy the other two. I think the other two are like $5 in the sale right now. But I heard those. Ge- I heard like I heard they're like so Call of Duty esque. It's not even funny. Like how good yeah. they are. Well, I mean, they they control really good. They feel good to play. Like, they're good games. They're 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 like baby's first shooters. But like story, story mode works pretty good on this. I mean, yeah. I'm playing on like normal and like I've died a few times. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I ain't trying to say I'm bad. I'm trying to say I'm good either. I'm just trying to say like this game's not. It's, it's not just handing you victories here. I dig it. I dig it. But yeah, that's pretty much all I played. Like I sunk. I think I I restarted Xenoblade because I, I didn't play it in so long. I think I was like ten hours in, and I was like, you know what? I can't. I, I don't remember what happened this game, and it's, it's not one of those RPGs where like like Dragon Quest. If you don't play Dragon Quest for a while, you can like hit this button. It goes and so far on Dragon Quest, and then just walks you through what you didn't, what you did so far. Like it makes that's like a whole like section in the menu that says like previously on. Like it's like kind of like previously on Dragon Ball Z kind of. I dig it. Yeah, it's pretty it. cool. Um, but yeah, that's really all I played. It. Uh, I wanted to play a little bit of uh, WWE 2K20 before I came on the show again, just to you know, because I'm glutton for punishment. One and <laughs> two, I I just wanted to see like I want to marvel at how many people in that game are released. I want to actually have <laughs> everybody. A I, I wanted to have a number when I came on the show, but I didn't do it. It's like wow, but, look at all these superstars that are really good, but. They're gone. Don't work there anymore. It's. Cr- I want to know why they're letting everybody go, dude. 
Um, people are saying that they're selling the company. That's people what are, I keep reading. People are saying that they're trying to get down to a range where they can like not afford to have everybody on the roster, but like afford to like be in the in the in in the green and not in the red or in the kind of be in the black. I'm sorry. Yeah, be in the black. Yeah. They want profit. Like they're not profitable right now because what they did is, and I guess we're going off in a wrestling tangent right now. What they did was they tried to buy all these guys away from AEW and other companies, so they couldn't go anywhere. So they're giving like max deals. So they're like giving people, giving like scrub ass people like Bo Dallas a five year like million dollar, couple million dollar deal, and that dude's straight trash. Like I forgot Jinder Mahal has like a max deal right now. Who the fuck wants to watch Jinder Mahal wrestle? Hey man, you put the strap back on Jinder Mahal. I'm no. back. I'm peacock. You're, you're, baby. Like, oh, you're back. You're gonna you're gonna sign up for peacock. I am. You're you're, you're gonna get. Yes. You're you're a modern Maharaj, Maharaja fan. <laughs> Maharaja. <laughs> they they released them, dude. They released the Bollywood boys. Those dudes were str- uh, those dudes were great. They got so dude. much heat for him, dude. Man, I know the modern Maharaja was awesome, but you I know mean, what? They got I'm not gonna lie, Henry, like, and they Hall of Pain, dude. Come on, somebody's gonna get that ass kicked. Somebody's gonna get their wig split. Beat him up, beat him up, break his neck, break his neck. It's a great song, great song. <laughs> Three Six Mafia. Three Six Mafia. Yeah, Three Six Mafia. Three Six Mafia. Almost classic. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I had a Hall of Pain shirt. I love Mark Henry. Dude, Mark's so good. I wore so back when we were touring with Ninja Loot, and I say touring in quotations. uh, (laughs) When we were weekend warriors with Ninja Loot, (laughs) we were asked to play shows. (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that happened. We were paid. Oh, there Um, it is. Werewolf Apocalypse. 15 minutes. Um, but you do when we were doing uh, Ninja Loot stuff, I would free. I bought myself. I went like a little phase where all I wore on stage was wrestling t-shirts. So I had like bright orange John Cena t-shirts. I had green. I had red. I had uh, the Mark Henry Hall of Pain. I had the. I had all kinds of stuff, dude. And, like that's what I would wear on stage was uh was Mark Henry t-shirt or yeah you know, wrestling t-shirts. How many comments did you get like a show on your wrestling shirts? Oh, dude, all, all the time. Yeah, our band always got comments on our stupid name. Because they're like, oh, you play World of Warcraft, don't you? I'm like, no, nerd. But I watch wrestling. But then I went through a phase where all I wore was superhero shirts. So, like, here's the thing. But, yeah, dude, friggin', I was a Bo Dallas fan for a while. Dude, back when Bo Dallas would just go and run around the ring. No. And, like, no. when, he got, when he got escorted out of the ring. <laughs> no. You were, like, Bo, you were a Believer. Bo- Believer, yeah. You got a Believer. Bo- Believer. Hey. You got a Believer. T- did you get a Believer t-shirt? No, I didn't have a Believer t-shirt. Oh, dude, man. When he was running around the ring, dude, okay, when he got escorted out by security and he was screaming, he was like, you can't do this. I'm the champion. This guy, this guy touched my bum. He touched my bum. <laughs> he's, scream- he's screaming that the security's touching his butt as they're taking him out, dude. I was like, this is gold. Dude, I thought when they paired him with Curtis Axel, it was gold. Yes. Dude, or or um I, I go or one step farther, freaking uh he slater. I got kids. Uh, I got a kid shirt, it's a great shirt. Uh, I remember they clearance them all out and they were like a dollar. I still didn't buy one because he later sucks. He does suck, but he always made his gimmick work. Dude, he had the worst haircut back in the day. Yep. Oh my god, I would just make fun of him for a stupid ass haircut, even he online. He got such thick hair, you can't you can't do nothing with it. It just like poofs out no matter what. That's oh, gonna be me in a little bit. Yeah, oh. Tanner, Tanner's hair is getting long. He's gonna be looking like Kane soon. Oh snap! 
dude that narcos game rise of the cartel is only ten dollars i haven't PS- played that ps4 it's well it's on that sale i think i'm gonna buy it because that game looks sick it looks like mafia kind of but like you six mafia. Oh. <laughs> sorry i got to stay such a good song Speaking of staying fly, let's head on over to the Loot Bros leaderboards and the backlog beatdown. Now, Kalai, even though she isn't able to be with us, excuse me, too much monster. Um, she did upload the uh, update the backlog beatdown. So I'm going to read that out first. Then I'm going to go to the leaderboards. So in first place, you got Ponder Stibbins with 45 gotcha. points. He's back on it. He's back on the sauce. Uh, you got crushing games left and right. Like every day, like yes. he beat boyfriend dungeon already. Do you see that shit? Like, he, like I was like, I you beat already. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Kalaz all about that boyfriend dungeon. Oh, geez. I just not my drink ever. Should Jim be worried? Probably. <laughs> what if he's the princess captured at the end of the dungeon? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, she's not even uh, on the show for this. <laughs> uh but yeah so you got uh old cheating tricky mick with 32 points i would say 20 of those were saved scums or someone else's downloads or yeah gareth davis with 24 points joseph Priestley with 24 points you got jared patreon producer jared uh with 23 points you got resident daryl 21 patreon producer enzy nitro with 16 points can't make it to the show, Kalai, with 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I feel like that should be Zach's name. Uh, yeah. He doesn't bother showing up, Zach. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, you got the uh, Sony Pony himself, CJ, with eight points. You got Matt with eight points. Homer gets Duff with eight points. Spider Packs with six. Now, I'm going to stop right there for a second. Old Spider Packs comes up to me the other day. He goes, Daddy, um, can we take negatives on my games? Now, both of him and I are at a standstill because the last two games on our list are games that we're going to play together. Ultimate Alliance 2 and Lego Batman 3. Ultimate Alliance 2, we're probably, we're at the halfway point, roughly. Um, Second half no, of the game is, ugh. No, we're probably, I think we're almost done with the uh, with the Civil War where they're, they're apart, so we might be getting towards the three-quarter mark. Anyways. Yeah, you're almost done with Act two yeah. I think three acts in that game something like that but he he doesn't want to play it with me like he does not enjoy that game um I mean, and i love very, it but he's it's just not it's not his cup of tea he doesn't very really like rep, very repetitious yeah. yes so it's just a hack and slash it ain't about a hack and slash oh, jesus god so um <laughs> He needs a t-shirt. <laughs> I wanted to leave a t-shirt that says, I ain't about to hack, I ain't and, about slash. To hack and slash. Holy crap, dude. That's going to happen. God, dog, I got to get. Anyways, that and mas- that and I played it for 15 minutes. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece, yes. So, um, <laughs> so anyways, and then Lego Batman 3, which sucks. This is not a good game. The game I mean, is boring. It's just all over the place. It's like it the first is. one they tried to experiment with, though. Like that was the very first one where they were like, "You're gonna make this open world and see how this works." Ugh, dude. I don't like that per- game. But they perfected it when they made a uh, Lego uh, City Undercover. Yeah, like that game yeah. is great. Like I bought it again in the Switch because it's so much fun, and there's no GTA in the Switch. <gasps> Not for long, though. Apparently, did you see uh, those rumors? Don't, don't do it. <clears throat> don't. Do oh, it. you see oh, those the rumors? remasters? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, do that. Yeah, do that. Anyways, <clears throat> so Spider Pack says, Daddy, I want to get rid of my stuff and then do cheap, easy platinums until I'm the winner. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what he told me. <laughs> do you understand that you have to beat the game for the platinum to count? Yeah, but there's some that you can beat the game and still in 30 minutes. I have a I have a vast enough list to where we can make spider packs beat at least Tricky Mick. Oh, please. <laughs> I feel like we shouldn't away. have divulged just on this show and just had him beat him. Oh, well. That spider packs like stack all his stuff until December 31st. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you're allowed to play games all day today. Your one goal is to beat Tricky Mick by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm going to skip down all the way to the very end and uh, our very own Zach with Zero. Can't make Wait. a list, Zach. <laughs> Can't make a list, Zach. Can't make it to the show. Can't make the list. All right. Here we go. Loot Bros leaderboards. Are you nerds ready? If you head on over to truetrevies.com, set yourself up a little profile, link it up with your PlayStation. It will keep track of all the trophies and achievements you got. And man, this week is whack. First off, the website is not loading worth a turd. Second off, first place is Affectatious Daunt with 597 trophies. Good wow. lord. What a shock. I know, right? I feel uh, like we should just remove him from the leaderboards because <laughs> it just makes it unfair for everyone else. Like, no one else is ever going to win. Second place is Dat One Seagull with 60 trophies. And it's funny you say that there, Joe, because we had a bit of a write in. And Gareth wrote in and he said he had an idea. He said, I had an idea of something that could potentially be added to the show during the leaderboard scores. Obviously, the highest rank gets called out, uh, but it also shows the last trophy earned or last achievement. Why not at that specific point, you take the leaderboard scores, you look at everyone's last achievement or trophy uh, earned and shout out the person who had the most impressive one. You could immediately discount the spam titles and use PSN profiles for the description of the particular trophy name that you decide. You probably still win. Maybe. That is that is still possible. But I mean, every he now plays again, enough legit stuff to still win, people. You don't understand. This guy's a god when it comes to trophies <laughs> and achievements. It's not fair. This is not. Like you're never like this dude plays for sport. It's not a joke to him. It's not a joke to him. <laughs> he does this thing for sport. He's yep. it's like it's like when you know what Levi hunting animals, he hunts trophies. Yeah, that's what he does. That's what he, he does. Yep. And he's in mother effing quarantine. Yep. So lockdown. No one is catching him. Kind of forced lockdown, but forced, yeah, against his will. It's almost like never mind. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> you saved yourself there. All right, so uh Gareth, I'm actually going to shout out your last trophy. As a matter of fact, uh, it is called improper use. So, I want to pitch a little idea to you guys. Now, I don't know that we'll do this every week. I don't know this we'll do we'll do this with everybody, but I'm going to pitch the trophy title you try to guess the game. All right? It could be anything. It could be. So, improper use. What's the first game that pops in your head? Wanking Simulator. Whoa, Wanking Simulator. All right. 
<laughs> Congratulations, Gareth, with your wanking simulator trophy. You are the winner. <laughs> what about you, Joe? Uh, uh, Lego Batman. <laughs> All right. It would be. You're both very close, but incorrect. It is Far Cry 3. Oh, Gareth was playing that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah that's, see, that's there right. You go. All right. Third place that's would be pay. Resident Daryl with Get Out of Town in WWE 2K20. And then, uh, let's see, we got another good one in here. Uh, hey, um, uh, I got a trophy, a single trophy in the original, the, the PS4 version of Ratchet and Clank. She wins. She wins this week. <laughs> she bothered to turn her PlayStation on. She wins automatically. <laughs> she did it. Yay. She even unlocked. You actually used your PlayStation. Use the computer console. Probably had to like dust night. it off. You know, she should have yeah. dusted it off with her Xbox. That's all it's good for. Oh, so here we go. The Loot Bros Achievement Leaderboard. That's right. The Xbox Leaderboard. You got Cool Kid Joe in first place with 9,950 achievement points. It's a real big waste of time. You got X, uh, the Alpha Seagull with 5,265 points. Wait, CJ didn't win that? No. Cool kid, cool kid Joe woke up from his goddamn slumber and was like, I'm actually going to play games That's this right. week. I'm drop some D on you. For real? And then CJ's in third place, though. <laughs> Sony Pony to you with 4,047 team of points. Still a bronze. He still takes home. Australia still takes home a bronze medal. But think about Listen to that number, though. 4,047. Somebody, some douchebag, had either a two or three point achievement. Yeah, who does that? Like, I hate that. I hate hate uneven number, or uh, like not uneven numbers, like numbers where they don't end in a five or a zero. Not, yeah, it's uh, who does that shit? Round numbers, people. Round numbers for your trophies. I want 17 points. Like, what's that doing for me? Give me 20. All right, here you go. Now, look, in, I, ranted about, I ranted about achievements. Look. In typical Loot Bros brand new tradition, I'm going to call out one of the last achievements earned. You guys tell me what game you think it came from. The trophy is called, or the achievement rather, is called End of Innocence. Plague Tale Innocence? Oh, uh, Wanking Simulator? <laughs> Wanking Simulator, it is. All right. Improper use and End of Innocence both qualify but no it would be alice the madness returns for oh, the it's so good it's it's decent i played the beginning of the first hour or two it's okay and you didn't finish it no. do i finish much mm, mm, I'm gonna, no, no you don't you don't you don't no all right so we got community questions t-bird are you ready to dive into community questions oh no. can you read, read good. time to read good. probably not all right. So here's what I want you to do. I want you guys to jump into this first one, and I have to pee. Normally, I would just kind of slide away and not announce on the show, but I'm peeing my pants. I'll be right back. All right, just get you a bottle. All right. First question is, I'm styling on you, bro. Not a question, but after yeah, after Claude's PC story, if she needs anything done, I can help. I have platinum PC simulator. I can stick any part she desires. No, matter how tight the fit. That's not really a question, but okay. That's a dirty uh, statement there. That's a very dirty statement. Very dirty. 
well, all right. Well, I got Kali's question. With yeah, Darryl- clean your potty mouth on that question. True. That statement. There's potty mouth in there. I don't like it. I don't like oh, it that, all, sir. That poop mouth. Poop, poop mouth, Ron. Why'd you say that? It's the bears. Smell the menstruation. <laughs> Put the whole station in jeopardy. Why'd you do this? Why'd you say that with your poop mouth? Oh, God. All right. Kalai asks With Daryl having to play Alien Isolation to completion, how many controllers are you going to break in playing it? I'm going to say he's going to break like. He's going to break like 20 controllers. I want to buy him that thing that you put your debt. That was on uh, Facebook where you put your controller in. It's like rubber, that rubber thing. Did you see that thing, Tanner? No, I did not. Ah, send it. Ah, send you a picture. So it's like this thing, like, and it, it's like a blow up thing. And then you put your controller in, then you put your hands inside of it. Oh, and then, yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You should get Daryl that. That would be good. So that so he should have had that play in Bloodborne first. Well, so he got carried through Bloodborne because me and Frosty like took him through almost the entire game. He so why had, was he bitching about it? Because he didn't level up any. <laughs> He's what like talking about? you not, level, not level up in? you not leveling up in Bloodborne and having trouble beating the easiest boss in the game. Hey, I beat the first. No, I didn't, no, I didn't you, beat that with my bare hands. Me and Frosty carried you through that almost the entire game. No, 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 no. Not true. I beat the first boss, but it took me like eight hours because I sucked at the game. But then I beat Father Gascoin on my second try. Then we started playing together. Yeah, so almost the entire game. And then you guys carried me to the big fat thing with it shoots the ooze out of his butt. And then I picked up from there and played the rest of it with my kid. But I spent the most time on Mikolash. Mikolash, the magic thing with the cage head. Yep. That sucked. Yeah. Keep grinding. Yeah. Uh, how many how many controllers are you going to break for Alien Isolation? Oof. <laughs> A lot. A freaking lot. That's a, um, I'm not breaking any of my PS5 controllers, and that's what I'm going to do. So you're playing that on PS4? No, I'm going to play it on PS5. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to play on PS4. No, I'm going to play it on PS5. I'm going to sit at my desk. I'm going to play on my big screen, use my headphones. I'm going to give it my full attention. All right, NZ, so I appreciate you ponying up, manning up, calling me out on my bullcrap. And so for that reason, I'm going to go with the best possible experience. I'm going to play the game. I'm going to beat this game, and I'm going to rub it in your freaking face that I can do it. Also, the game sucks, <laughs> and I don't want to play it. <laughs> so, there's that. I've bought it several times, and I've never finished it either. Actually, I've never even started uh-huh. it. So, here's the thing. It's um, it's a stealthy-ish game. It's first place, first-person survival horror um, it's you. You can't kill the alien at least in the beginning of the game. And by beginning, I mean first fifteen hours. Um, and you have to hide from it a lot. And I like there's a lot of robots and crap, like androids, and like there's people that are going crazy. And like it has all the trappings of a game I should love, but I just don't think this game is very fun. Now, 
I'm going to give it a go because here I am, you know, challenged via the Patreon. I'm bound by the Patreon to, to beat this game. So I'm going to go for it. I'm going to dive into it. As a matter of fact, as soon as this podcast is over with, I'm going to download it on my PS5. And I probably won't start it tonight, but I will start it soon. I feel like games aren't supposed to be fun, Daryl. Come on. Did yep. you get that memo? Uh, apparently yeah well see i got so now but two of our patreon producers have hit me so i got hit with uh friggin which we'll get in that later i got hit with a friggin pervy anime game and then i got hit with alien isolation so there's no fun to be had for me i'm tapped out on all the fun but i ain't breaking no controllers because i ain't no punk right you know what toast to that all right what CJ asks, wrestling is full of latex, reach arounds, nut punches, sweaty ball sacks, and scrot <laughs> kicks. kicks. Scrot <laughs> kicks. Why does it hold such a fascination for the straight men? I'm going to let Joe go on that one first. Because it's a soap opera for dudes. That's, that's right. It's redneck reality TV, baby. Feel like you don't even have to be a redneck though. You could just be a, a Joe Schmo from New Jersey, like I am, and you just oh, yeah. lo- just love that shit. Like I've been watching wrestling forever. My grandparents got me into it though, like big time, like big time, big time. So I got into wrestling <clears throat> um, pre divas, so pre scantily clad uh, ladies. I got into it when it was like all the craziness the, the big the, guys the straight all 80s. hanging out oh that's right all the steroids so there was no package you had to put socks and grapes in your uh in your little tidy socks and grapes <laughs> but uh but dude man like it's just fun it's fun to watch like uh so gay straight the um, what are all the people doing these days they're um denouncing their genders so the non-binaries the on-binaries the tri-binaries whatever you are there was yeah. mad gay people back in the day. We just didn't even know it. Yeah. I mean, sure. That's what they're saying. Yeah, these they, days. It, I think I'm sure they were mad. But. <laughs> so, oh. but like, I, whatever it is, wrestling's for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing wrong watching a dude freaking juice up on steroids, hit the gym, eat a bunch of steak, freaking put on some steak. spray tan. Put on some spray tan, get in his underwear, and then pick up another grown man and slam him to the ground. It's the art of trying to kill someone while also not trying to kill them. By putting their balls in your face sometimes. There you go. I mean, I think it's funny because, like, as a pro wrestling fan, I think, like, amateur wrestling, that stuff, like... I, I That's like, gay. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to say it. You said it. <laughs> it's it's calling my straight sexuality into the question here. Yeah, so. but, but, yeah... <laughs> Like I think it's funny, like amateur wrestling, which is which should actually probably be called pro wrestling, and it should it should really be the other way around, because yep. there's nothing pro about what WWE people do. So Wait, they, just, they get paid for it. There you go, professional I mean, that's, baby. That's what makes them professionals. Yeah, but that, I'm sure yeah, you don't. That, like, the other wrestlers are rolling on top of each other, and they're getting behind each other, and grabbing, and reaching around, and locking, and holding each other down, and they're doing the reach around, bro. Yeah, yeah. The other wrestling, they don't have to reach around. They can pick you up and slam you down. They can make Randy Orton wrestles look entertaining. There you go. Clothesline from hell. Stone Cold Stunner. Pedigree. It's all about the reaching around. It's all about the Michinoku driver, bro. That's right. The freaking uh, Pedigree. The Michinoku driver. 
Right. I don't think Undertaker uh, put his balls on mankind's head when he threw him off that cage. That'd be awesome if he did, though. I don't think Bret Hart was putting his uh, uh, balls on Stone Cold's head when he uh, freaking made him pass out from having that bloody head in the uh, in that submission match they had. Could have been cool if he did, though. Would have been cool if he went back and tea. <laughs> and the best there is, the best there was, tea bag, and the best there ever will be. It's tea bag, Stone Cold. <laughs> Stone Cold got tea bag. For God's sake, this man is a family. Stone, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Someone stopped the damn match. He teabagged him. For God's sake. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do, uh, King. No, he's like, I don't know what to do, JR. Her with all those curves and me with no breaks. He's like, teabag, teabag. Woohoo. Puppies. He's like, teabag. Look here, CJ. You want to question sexualities, all right, over our fascination with wrestling? Just look up the ninth wonder of the world. China. The winner. Don't treat her like a woman. Don't treat her like a man. Don't treat her like a Minomi. Just, Just treat, treat me, me, me man. for who I am. There you go. All right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess. Look, I was going to say, all right, Undertaker came out on a bike listening to Lip Biscuit. Dang, nothing gay about that. Dude, he's rolling, bro. I mean, maybe. He knows, he knows what time it is. He's rolling. Rolling, 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 rolling. What? Rolling, 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 rolling. Come on. Rolling, 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 rolling. What? Rolling, 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 rolling. Moving in, moving out. Hands hands up, back up. 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 What you gonna do now? There you go. There you go. He gets it. He gets it. I swear, this this part of the show gets copyrighted on YouTube. <laughs> we got a copyright strike for our bad rendition of uh, Undertaker and Roland. Okay, it could happen. The Fred Durst in the and uh, that SmackDown was, was that one SmackDown versus Raw. That was uh, Know Your Mouth or Know Your no, Mouth. Know Your Mouth. Know Your, <laughs> your Roll and Shut Your <laughs> Mouth. Know Your Mouth and Shut Your Roll. I had a game cast, man. That was a Dreamcast. And a GameCube. I told you I had a GameCast. I, I told you I had a GameCast. <laughs> Chapstick. Chapstick. <laughs> We're not going down this road again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is my planet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what movie's really good too. Uh, you ever see kicking it old still cool with him? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. The one, the, one he, the one where he break dances as a kid and like almost breaks his neck, and then he gets in a coma for like twenty years, and he comes out. <laughs> Oh, he's great. Yeah. As, as, as a, Tanner, have you seen Malibu's Most Wanted? It's been a hot minute. Oh, bro. Treat yourself. Definitely. Go buy it on Blu-ray. Oh, don't, why would you buy anything? There's streaming services for <laughs> yeah, that. I can just get it off Amazon. I say streaming services won that battle. Yeah, they won it so well that, you know, now streaming services has just become the new cable. <laughs> now you have to have all of them to get everything you want. I think it's cheaper Whoa. to have cable now. It is cheaper to have cable. Look here, okay? So, Netflix took over a decade to become profitable. And they almost didn't make it. My day used to work for Netflix. Really? Yeah. That's interesting as hell. Yeah, they're back when the, they had the distribution centers and you actually delivered DVDs oh to the mail. Oh my God. Digital. Yeah, yeah, I remember my that. My dad worked for years. Trying to take out Blockbuster, yeah. 
Yeah. And then they had to lay everybody off because the, the they weren't profitable when they launched their digital distribution. Fortunately for them, for Netflix, and I'm not a Netflix fan. I don't have a Netflix subscription. Um, <clears throat> fortunately for them, they made it through that. And now, and but it was because of the original content you know, that carried them through. Um, and Cobra Kai is diesel, bro. There you go. It's all because of The Witcher. It's a big part of it. It's a masterpiece. It was good. I like The Witcher. I'm ready for the, the game. I'm ready for the rest of it now. Yeah, when is that coming? Is that ever coming out? I think it's next filmed. year. Filmed. They filmed they, it, did it. They gotta draw the dragons with the computers and stuff. They need to get on that dragon drawing. They gotta draw the dragons. It's <laughs> a new t shirt. You, you gotta draw them dragons. You gotta draw them dragons. Get the dragon drawing. Let's go. Oh my god. Trogdor! Trogdor is the man. He was a dragon man. Battlecrest copyright chicken for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Singing Trogdor. Anyways, uh, I got. I'm silent on your bro, Wiz. I'm gonna throw myself through a table. Nah. Uh, who do you think? Who do you think the hottest Steve of all time was? And would you let uh, them Bronco Bronco Buster you? Yeah, I'm gonna go with that <laughs> word hard. Oh man, this is a tough question. I'm gonna go first. There's only <laughs> one answer, and that's Mickey James. Uh, I do not like Piggy James, so no thank what you. The? Nope. How dare you? Nope. How dare nope. you? Nope. How dare you? Not wrong. I think it's between. I think it's between two women, and it's between the OG. Sunny, when, when she no, was hot, no. when she, when she was no. hot back in the day, no. when she was when she was most downloaded woman on the planet. No. But the, the <laughs> yeah, answer when there was like four computers in existence. Come no, on, I, my answer is my answer is very different than what the answer to most people. Most people will say Trish Stratus. That's not my answer. My no. answer is Maurice. Maurice is the hottest oh, diva there's dude. ever yeah. been, dude. Hands no, down, Mickey James. My wife used to give me a hard time because every time she'd come in the room, it was when Mickey James was fighting. She was like, oh, my God, there's your girlfriend again. Uh, there's your girlfriend again. You always watch Mickey James. Uh. Oh, man. <laughs> she's married to Nick Aldis, isn't she? Yep, she sure is. They got a kid Dude, she's, married she's, a ten- con- she's a country singer. She's she married to 10 pounds of gold, bro. That's right. Wonder if that's what he named his penis, the ten pounds of gold. <laughs> I mean, I'm the greatest. <laughs> if, if I was him, I, that's what I'd be training. Oh, yeah, with. I'd be, uh, but listen, listen, baby, it's time to get it's, ta- it's, it's, ta- it's time to get the ten pounds of gold, Mickey. <laughs> She's a country singer now. Have you listened to any of her stuff? No, because I don't listen to trash. What the? And that's how, country. That's country. How music. dare you? I'm also from friggin' the Northeast. You think from I listen to New country Jersey. music? Actually, <laughs> dude, everybody, everybody listens to country music now. That's that's like the most popular music on the planet now. I just it don't get has it. Been. Yeah. I don't get it. It's... I don't get it. I mean, you you, you got to enjoy a song about a red solo cup. Always a great one. <laughs> there you go. Did you, did you watch yeah, Mickey James when she was in TNA? No, I did not watch Hardcore Country. That, that Hardcore the- Country! <laughs> Worst friggin' gimmick ever. He's <laughs> gonna wear Daisy Dukes down to the ring and wear it was awesome. boots. It, it was awesome. That's, that's my gimmick. Hardcore Country! She, dude, her and uh, uh, Victoria, 
had a cage match, dude, and it was freaking beast. Dude, it was Victoria one of the best cage was, matches. Victoria was pretty hot too, though. If you want to rank them up there, like if I had to rank a top five, I, I'd probably put Victoria at five. I thought she, I thought she was cute. Look, so looks okay. The question is who's hotter, but what really makes them hot is their actual in ring ability. Like anybody can come out I mean, there look, not like really, but okay. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I, Maurice was, I think Maurice is out of all the females, like in the Divas division, like that feud that she had with uh with uh what's her face? Uh Michelle McCool. That was a really good feud. That was a good one. That was a good one. She's good, good though. Like she Maurice Michelle McCool got hot. Like remember when she came out first and she was like dressed as like a school teacher when she first came out? Yeah, yeah. And then they changed her to like this like super over sexualized, like like Madonna character. Yeah, and then she became a Christian and married the Undertaker. Yeah, what happened to that? Like, do Undertaker outkicked his coverage too? <laughs> My dude could have anybody he wants, though. Please, he's he's changed a bunch, man. I wonder when he has sex, he's like rest. after he's done, he's like rest <laughs> in, in tea. tea. <laughs> 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 you just won question of the week. <laughs> So the the second half of the question is, would you let them do the Bronco buster on you? Uh, and so check yes. this out. Yeah. So for years, they're okay. Answer this question. For, I would never <laughs> answer this question for years. All right. I didn't even put together the fact that that is a overly sexual move because X-Pac always did the Bronco buster. Rikishi did it. And then when, when the stink face, never mind. Dude, yeah, when the girls started doing the Bronco Buster, I'm like, oh, that's weird. They're they're so my my, they're clamming each other's face. That's weird. The clam buster, (laughs) clam jam, it's a clam jam. (laughs) (laughs) She's gonna hit him with the clam jam. (laughs) By God, she hit him with the clam jam. (laughs) She broke her in half. So. Somebody stop the match. Speaking of X Pac, we used to be like super ridiculous with X Pac because, like, remember when he's in DX and he had like that super you long hair? In China? Super no, fuck no. Yeah. Remember when X Pac like was X Factor X Pac and he came out after Uncle Cracker and he dressed in like hick stuff, but he still had his like Jew curl hair and he wore sunglasses. We used to call him like Wigger Jew Hick Pac. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's getting us canceled somewhere. <laughs> we've made right, like, we've made like questionable Bill Cosby jokes. We're fine. <laughs> the pudding, the pudding, <laughs> the Jello pudding. But yeah, like we used to call those him. Are, we used to call him blizz, Blizzard jokes. We, now those we used are, to call him Wigger um, Jew Hickpock because like he fit every category, and I was like, man, like. The things you could say back in the nineties that you can't say now, damn. The list you can. I mean, you I'm can. Not. You can say them out loud. Just, you might get canceled. No, I ain't canceled. The internet's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And they'll forget it. No, about I mean, week. I mean, all right. I'll say it. Mickey James. Mickey James was cute. I'll give her her due. All right, cancel, and she was a phenomenal wrestler. Dude, Gail Kim was hot. Dude, she's. Sucked in the ring. Oh my gosh, nah, what are you talking about? She was great when she no, went to in TNA and WWE. She was trash in TNA. She was a lot better. That's because they didn't want her to do anything in WWE. Do you remember she when she came out like she was the Matrix in WWE? She was a botch queen. She came. No, that's uh, that there's a lot a, of those. That's uh, that was uh, James. 
Jillian no. Jillian no. Hall or she was botching all over the place. Are you talking Botcha about Banks the, now. You're talking about the thing that that woman with the thing on her face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it because of mole for a year. <laughs> She's saying with a mole. Know, Vince was like, "That's good shit." No, Botcha Banks is the biggest botcher now, and I love really? Sasha Banks, but she botches all over the place. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, it's bad. She didn't used to. It's it's bad. What was uh what's that what that big that big chick that um it's related to the rock, so she got a push? Nia Jax? Nia yeah, oh god. Yeah, dude, dude she just breaks people's faces, dude. Dude, so I was uh <laughs> I was I was doing I was in a uh Did you see that wait, did you see that clip, Daryl, where she like she like fell on her ass and then she starts yelling my hole? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go look up my hole, Nijax. It's fucking hilarious. I'm good. I'm not I'm not putting that in my search. She's like, My hole, my hole The actual B hole is broken. So uh I was in this little Resident Evil um boost group for like the multiplayer stuff and we were doing it was a group of us uh doing the Resident Evil Umbrella Core when we were trying to platinum that. Jesus God, why? It was why? amazing. And so uh <laughs> one of the guys in there, he was from uh, either the UK or the Netherlands. I can't remember. But he was like uh, a huge wrestling fan. So we're in this Resident Evil group talking about Resident Evil and then all of a sudden it just takes this hard left to wrestling. And then, uh, so we're all talking about wrestling stuff. And he goes, Oh God, Nia Jax. Uh, he's like, uh, Nia Jax is so hot. He's like, I saw her live, you know, at this event and she gave me a hug. He goes, I immediately had to take that moment and put it in my spank bank for later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's not bad looking for, for, a bigger, for a bigger chick. No, I really don't think she, like, she, clean, she cleans up really well. Uh, you know who probably is really hot? Like, you know, like, you know, gives her credit, like, uh, Natalia. Yeah, Natalia. I wanted Natalia to be really good because of her lineage, but she sucks. I mean, she could be looking like Charlotte Flair. She's not as bad as Tamina. Tamina's just straight trash. Trash, dude. You're right about Charlotte Flair too. That thing's wet. Charlotte Flair just looks like her dad. That's the scariest. That's like, how do you get past that? How is Andrade like marrying that? How's he (laughs) like? This is a great choice. He's secretly into Rick. So if I get close that's to like her, that. I can get close to Rick. Then that's right. I'm all. I'm in this for the woo. <laughs> Which woo? The, <laughs> the original. He did woo. it all for the Wookie. He's going to space the mountain. Wookie. Whoa! You said Wookie. <laughs> he said Wookie. <laughs> the Wookie. <laughs> There's Tanner's shirt. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stick it up your woo. Stick it up your woo. There Stick you it go. up your woo. Oh man! All right, Tanner, did you What's answer the, the question? question? Did you no. answer? Wait, did you answer the question, Tanner? No. Answer the question. I'm gonna go Alexa Bliss. Ooh, oh, I like man. that pick. That I like that pick. I like that pick. She's a really good wrestler too. I like Zelina Vega too. If you're talking, oh, about, dude, if you're talking about current yes. people, she's fire. She was awesome. You ever see her OnlyFans picks where they're not? I mean, they're not like dirty. They're like all her like cosplay stuff where she's dressed up as Jade from Mortal Kombat. I was like, oh my god. So I've never seen her OnlyFans, but I have seen the Jade pick circulate. Like people had. Said well, that's that like out. all that she has on there. She doesn't have anything crazy. Like oh. she has some bikini stuff, but like nothing crazy. <laughs> like I like how that's OnlyFans stuff. That used to be just like WWE the magazine. Yep. Then Back they the had to sell that too. Then- so my sure Stratus pages are all stuck together. <laughs> 
mom's like, my mom's like, why does the centerfold have a hole in it? That's where your wiener goes, mom. Duh. That's terrible. All right. Well, next we got Gareth. Who was better, Razor Ramon, Doink the Clown, or Tanaka? Am I saying that right? Yeah. Tatanka. Tatanka. Definitely Razor. Tatanka. What? No. That was my baby. bro. Gonna... Dude, I was a huge Tatanka fan until he got beat by Ludwig Borga and lost his streak, man. I was a huge Tatanka fan. He was like, I started watching wrestling when they were all there. Dude, that's new generation. That's one of my favorite generations because that's when I started watching too. Like, I love new generation WWE. Razor Ramon was friggin' awesome. I'm gonna say Doink the Clown. (laughs) I mean, he was a great character. I feel like he never got to get enough play on TV just because. Yeah, he had that one great angle with Crush back at like WrestleMania Nine when he hit him with the with the lead arm. Yeah. Oh man. So right before one of I don't remember which WrestleMania it was. I watched all. Maybe it's thirty one, thirty two. What are we on right now? Thirty four. Thirty eight. No, so I had to, it had to be thirty four then. Yeah, next year I, it'll be next year it'll be thirty eight. So it's probably right before WrestleMania thirty four or thirty five. Then if I um, I watched every single WrestleMania leading up into the one that was that was getting ready to happen. <clears throat> and Which one did you uh, the one with the female main event? Is that the one you watched up till? Uh, was that the one that was that year? I it was the which so I, last one I watched was pre COVID, but. Yeah, that's think, the one I went to. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the pre-COVID one. That's the one where Kofi won the title. Yeah, I did not. Yeah, I I watched all of them up to that one. So like all in like one like close run. Like my I do that every year. Just so awesome. <laughs> so <year>. much wrestling. <laughs> my wife's like, oh, it's it's that time of year again. I'm like, it's yeah. like Shark Week, but for wrestling. Yeah, or or I do it for Royal Rumble, but I only watch the Royal Rumbles again. I don't yep. do watch. I don't watch anything else. Just the rumbles. Rumbles are great, dude. I like watching Rumble? the TLC matches too, like on the lead oh, up yeah. to TLC or the Hell in the Cells. I'd like Elimination Chamber too. I one like year. all of those. Those are all well, my favorite I mean, matches. I mean, one year, I, I, once a year, I always watch my favorite wrestling match of all time, which is Armageddon in a Cell. Do you remember that one, Daryl? Mm-hmm. Yep. That is my favorite match of all time. Like That's no other match. It's just so good. <clears throat> Except Rakishi was in it for some fucking stupid reason. Oh, because he was in that stupid friggin' I did, I did it, for it for the rock. rock. Yeah, he's in that friggin' stage of his career. I did it for the rock. That was when he got knocked off the the cell into the truck. Yeah, into the truck full of hay. Yep. Like, because you know, you just need a truck full of hay up at. And I like how the only reason they had the truck there was to pull the cage down. Yeah. Vince was like, pull the damn thing down, pull it down, pull it down, pull it down. <laughs> and then like, and then it didn't happen because because then like Stone Cold them all broke out of the cage and started beating everyone's ass. And then like yeah. that match was so bloody. They're putting people through like car windows and stuff because there's like cars scattered all around the arena, like at the entrance. That's when yep. they still did like really cool entrance ramps and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh oh. I'm gonna go watch that tonight. Back when wrestling was cool. That was a great match. Yeah, WWE Network is definitely like a gym. That is the and still to my to this day the best streaming service out there. Like as far as content goes, because there's so much good stuff there, and all the original content is good too. But like the those that pay per view lineup alone is just worth its weight in gold. I mean, even now, I mean, I feel like 
I feel like, and I'm getting like a side tangent because this really didn't answer any question, but like, I feel like the <laughs> network is what killed WWE because when they didn't have to get you to buy pay-per-views anymore by selling a product, they already had you because you had the network. So like, why would they try, try any harder to make the product any better or make the pay-per-views any better when they already had you there? Like, there's yep. no reason. There's no absolute reason. And I, I argue agree this all the time. 100%. I, yeah, and I argue this point with my friends all the time. And they shoot me down. They're like, well, no, it, it's not. It's, it, it's just a great value. It's the same thing with the Game Pass. And it, the, is. it just goes back to the same argument. And then they get, they have to get this, this, it's the same thing that goes with the games. It's like, there's a safe mode, right? So like, we have to keep the subscriber base up. So we have to like, start getting all this original content, whatever. Why is that, but that's also why like SummerSlam but, and all that stuff has like big name people in it. And they have to go back down and get crap, crappy uh, part-timers every year because they have to keep the subscription numbers up. Well, the thing that sucks about it is like, you start getting all these like, like you get a lot of fluff stuff you know like you were saying earlier like to sell a pay-per-view you really needed to build the story and make the pay-per-view the payoff right when the the pay-per-views became worthless because you got them all for free you know with your subscription then then the pay-per-views really the the quality of them went down and then the amount of fluff you know went up because then their argument to keep subscribers was we got to keep the content flowing and my argument was, if the pay-per-view was better, I wouldn't stop, you know, stop subscribing. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like, social media also killed wrestling, too, because, like, now there can't be any surprises because everything gets leaked. Yeah. And everyone that. opens their big fat mouth and, like, oh, hey, shit, did CM Punk show up? I didn't even check. <laughs> well, go ahead to the next question while he's looking that up. Wait, right. you guys even answer that? Because I, like, tangent off that. Oh, yeah. What was the question again? And I said Razor Ramon. And I said Doink. Oh, yeah, and I said Tatanka, because that's my boy. I love Tatanka. I actually met him, like, a year ago. He wrestled with my... He actually wrestled my friend. And I got to meet him. And I was like, dude, you were, like, my favorite back in the day. He's like, really? I was your favorite? I was like, yeah, I had pretty shitty standards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Still on Gareth. I said, I have... I had an idea. I already read that one. Something for the leaderboards. Obviously, highest rank gets... (laughs) <laughs> so at, well, earlier when we when the notes glitched out i had that one question set to the top and then the rest uh, of them underneath it okay. and then whenever i went from my phone to my ipad it just blew up and everything was all over the place so let me scroll down a little bit then so that's how the sausage is made folks that's the kind of stuff that you miss out when you're not actually here on the podcast panel all the screw-ups and the things that are like, oh, wow, this worked five seconds ago. Now it doesn't work when I need it to. Now we sound dumb on the show. And now I'm going to talk about how we sound dumb so that I turn it into a bit so we don't sound dumb no more. But in all reality, we are still pretty dumb. My breath stinks. I can smell it myself. Exactly. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> Cooper asks. <laughs> you got some? What are you going to say, Joe? No, I was going to say, does this smell like poo to you? <laughs> yeah, the butt fruit settled at the bottom. Oh, the fruit at the bottom. Just Cooper asks, anime reviews, and where are where, where the comic cast? That's what the people really need. Uh, yeah, the comic cast will make a return. Um, <clears throat> it's just been time. Time and resources. But yeah, like, so uh, for all of you guys who have listened to the show that have ever checked out the Loot Bros. Comic Cast, or if you just so happen to be crazy enough to subscribe to both, uh, 
Uh, my co-host for the comic cast, Josh Adams, he uh, is actually creating a comic book right now. And all of his spare time for my, I mean, like I say all of it, a lot of his spare time has been going into creating that. And so uh, now he is still doing like side commission work stuff, art stuff for us. And for like the, for Ninja loot, as a matter of fact, I just got in all my shirts and koozies for our new merch line and for our new merch store. That's getting ready to go live. Uh, and then since I'm very, very happy with the actual quality of the products, I'm going to relaunch a Loot Bros merch store that's going to have all these dumb ideas we got for T-shirts. Um, it's going to have them in there. And, like, it's awesome. And Josh did all of the the artwork for the new Ninja Loot stuff. It's all hand-drawn. It's amazing, amazing stuff. Oh, my God. We need a mug with all our catchphrases on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or, oh, that's what we need. Or just a shirt that has like a whole bunch of them on it. There you go. But um, so anyways, he's been super busy. And uh, because we launched the Patreon, recording extra content, I launched the Sounds Heavy podcast with my one of my band members from Ninja Loot. And that was taking up a bunch of time. So it's just been a time thing. But the comment cast will return. I actually have an idea on how I'm going to do it. And I said this kind of in passing before, but anything I do with 2236 or the comic cast, I'm going to drop that into the Patreon feed. So if you're a patron, even if you're at the $1 tier, you'll get access to any of the stuff, any of those supplemental you know, podcasts that I do. If they're there, you get them delivered right to your door. If they're not there, you're not missing out on anything. And that's me drinking a Diet Coke out of my brand new Ninja Loot koozie. And I'm the only one that watches anime, so I think Joe does a little bit. I don't watch as much anymore. I I really need to get back in. Like, I I feel like I've I've neglected it. I've been trying to beat so many games this year. And now that I'm playing Xenoblade, like my life's over. So fair enough. I'm like balls deep in one piece so i'm trying to get through that dude how far are you 500 and something like that i'm, are I'm you watching halfway a, are you still watching american or are you did you switch over to now you're watching dubbed at this point i've been i've i just keep watching I'm sorry sub. sub are you watching sub now you watch sub the whole time yeah i gotta watch it in english uh but like you can only get to like episode like six something in english and then it like stops i believe or like almost 700 in english and i think it stops at that point yeah and then you have to watch in Japanese, which so I've watched. I think I've watched up to like seven something and I stopped. But yeah, I, I, I also need to go back and rewatch a lot of it because I wasn't paying attention through some of it. So, oh, dude, there's but, I've been I've, I've skipped entire arcs. I can't do that. I got I got to know. what I got to I got to know what happens to X character who well, like has no meaning. And like, this is just a filler episode, but I, I feel like I can't. I just can't miss anything because oh, no. like. That one nugget of truth will come back and bite me like 25 episodes or 100 episodes later. And I'll be like, yeah. oh, I didn't see that. So I don't know what they're talking about for this like one zine. Yeah, no. Well, if, I don't. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tanner. I was like, if it, uh, I have like a watch guy, watch list right beside me. So if it says filler, not mixed canon slash filler, I'm skipping it. <laughs> yeah. So and, why skip them if you enjoy the content? Well, it's because it's a side. It's got nothing to do with the actual story. There's just so many fucking episodes. <laughs> that too. Like. <laughs> It's probably like twenty. I want to say twenty percent of what's out there for One Piece is uh, just just filler, and everything else. I mean, is story. it made money, so like it it makes sense that there's so much filler. But I also feel like 
those characters get flushed out so much in that filler stuff, like in just their personalities. Their personalities kind of shine. Like I, I like a lot of the filler stuff they did. Honestly, I feel like it's better than friggin' get your license in Dragon Ball Z. Anything's better. Than no that. one needed that. Sh- no one needed that shit. No one was like, oh, let's dedicate an entire episode to Goku getting his license. And he can just so fly see, around. So I don't watch anime, but when I hear people say that, that listen to anime, which is a pretty common thing, I'm like, it's kind of like comic books, right? It's like, sure, there's episodes that maybe don't like, uh, are they're not continuing the main story, right? The main arc, but they there's always down the line some sort of reference to it or or so, you know some little nugget or maybe something spins out of it because it was good. I just don't understand why you wouldn't want to consume it if you enjoy so, those characters. Some some of the time like I'll, I'll use Naruto as an example cuz sometimes they'll be in the middle of this like the this big old battle and everything and then all of a sudden, hey, let's stop that and let's go do this random side story from like 5 years ago when everyone was still kids. Yep, it's, like, it's amazing. I was like, it's fucking I amazing. Cuz Naruto is amazing. Yeah, Naruto's amazing though. Every single episode is worth watching. I I just love those characters so much. Like I think that's one of the best. It anime's changed so much though, because like remember back in the day when it was just like OVAs and like the shit was only like either a movie or it was twenty four episodes and yep. it's over. So like now they've just cashed in on them. That's kind of what the difference is. Like if you watch like Samurai Shampoo or like Afro Samurai, it's just very contrite. This is what it is. Yeah, it's over. I like now they're not dragging it out. See, I like that to a point, but certain characters they just grab you, and you're like, I want more, 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 no, more, no. more, more. I totally get that, but it's just there's some. I was like, it it just aggravates me when they're like, we're in the middle of something like the actual story, and you're just ripping me out of that to go do a side thing. Because they because they, they can. Yeah, but Bleach was way worse about that. Like it would just be like, hey, there's a here's an alternate version of current like of different events that happened in the middle of this big fight. Have fun. Yeah, it's like two episodes long. I'm like, why is it so long? Stop, Bleach. No. Bleach would be like, here's 12 episodes. Have fun. I was like, what? No. Yeah, here's 12 filler episodes in the middle of a giant arc. Yeah. I get you that. Like, Bleach? Well, Bleach is like... I feel like Bleach is very notorious for being like, hey, like, here's the story. All right, now here's not the story. And here's not more of the story. And then, like, by the time you come back, you're like, I don't even give a shit anymore. Yeah, it's because they, they were just too close to the manga. That's all that was. <laughs> You need to give the manga. Manga's got to sell though. Like that's a that's a problem. Like manga's in every week. It wasn't like every was like every once a month or they were in. I think, week thing. I think they're in the weekly shonen jumps. So every yeah. Every week. So that's fucking crazy. <laughs> well, Shohan Jump is like crazy anyway because that's that's super overproduced magazine. Uh huh. Like they're pumping out things like crazy. Like that's why you got so much filler on all those shows because they're all Shohan Jump stuff. So, but now that Daryl's dead. <laughs> Daryl's like, when did this turn into Daryl's like, when did this turn into walkie talkie uh, teriyaki yeah, walkie talkie right. teriyaki podcast? Uh, all right, there's Jared's big uh, big question, or I don't know, a question statement. I don't know. It's, it's both. So as a supporter, I've decided <clears throat> on my first two choices of game that Lubro has to play. I'm sorry, Tanner Bird. But Daryl Elsor is my choice. To see animated titties. See, told you. Wow. <laughs> a long time, long time ago, when we challenged each other to play a pervy game for our 69th platinum, 
Daryl cheated and played a children's game about female high school vampires while I play a Siron Kagura game. Yeah. It's very fitting that Daryl will now be forced to play that game. For the record, Liam, before you go any farther, I didn't cheat, okay? Yeah, you did. We said we would play Perf 69 Platinum. We would play an inappropriate game. And so I played in Platinum. Um, oh, what's it even called? I don't even remember anymore. It's the vampire, high school vampire thing? Something. The, what, oh, God, what's it called? Uh, it's not High School Musical, because that's what keeps popping in my head, but it's... <laughs> yeah, it's High School Musical. It's totally inappropriate. No, uh, Monster High. Monster High. Monster High. And my daughter was real big into Monster High at the time. Monster was, High? What the hell? What the hell? And I was playing, yeah, you know I was playing um, Monster High on PS3 with my daughter. And Jared's over here playing these pervy Senra Kagura games on the on public transport in New York. And he was like, <laughs> you know, really into it or whatever. And I was like, I, I, we just kind of naturally popped the platinum, right? And I was like, oh, crap. That was my 69 platinum. And so I was like, Bro, I, I beat my game, and he's like, "What game?" And I was like, "Monster High." He's like, "That doesn't count." I was like, "Dude, have you seen Draculaura? I mean, come on!" And so every time he'd get mad about it and rant about it, I would just send him a gif of like Draculaura from <laughs> Monster High. <laughs> he was getting so aggravated. So I can't help you want to play nasty games on public transport. Come on, man! Now you got to. You gotta just go. You gotta go to downtown and just get on a bus and play it. <laughs> And <laughs> record it. Uh, this is me playing a nasty game. Oh. <laughs> All right, next half of the paragraph or light novel or whatever he wrote. Um, I am not an unreasonable man, though. I will give Daryl a choice between Sirog, yeah, that game, Bus Reni, what? Bus Reedy, Newell, and another Sinrog game. Whatever titty well, game you want. <laughs> Yeah, basically, I'm going to play the one on Vita because I can play that on my lunch breaks at work. And then I can pop, uh, I can do the auto pop of the PS4 stack. So, okay. If I'm doing this, I'm doing this the chumpy way. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, and then I'll send him little pictures of my, uh, of my game. But th- th- I, I would recommend. Is that the versus one you got to play? I guess. Whichever one's on the on the Vita. Just, put, the the, just put, the, put, put your escapades in the Discord. Whatever. I'll do all that. But uh, since I got to play this pervy game that's completely against everything I uh, stand for and enjoy in life, uh, I think you should have to platinum in return. Um, high school uh, uh, was Monster High. I feel like that doesn't. That's uh, not how it works. That's not fair, how that works. Fair, fair. That's not how that works. He paid you to play this game, Daryl. He 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 contributed to the Patreon the he's, team. Okay, he's paying. He singled he's, me out. He's, 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 the, he's keeping out. the lights on. He's paying us right. for he's you to play that on. game. You set yourself up because you keep talking shit about. Oh, I'm not playing pervy games or not playing Alien. Why me and Tanner just keep our goddamn mouth shut? Exactly. You know what I call that? I call that manipulation. You're manipulating the fans and the audience, and I don't think that's fair. I told you they were going to single you out. I didn't even have to do that. You knew it was coming. Yeah, you tried to manipulate our listeners. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I'll just go ahead and play the game that I said I didn't want to play on my own. So no one will pick me. 
I'm getting picked next week to play someone. <laughs> 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 fucking, fucking Red Dead next week. Uh, so Jared's been giving me a hard time telling me, basically warning me he's going to choose something nasty for me. I'm like, oh, great. So I was... <laughs> I'm just waiting for someone to pick fucking make me play a uh, super UPS simulator 9,000. There you go. There you go. Death Stranding, baby. So Tanner is going to be playing some, some trash. I can feel it. Feel it in my loins. Even if I got to create a fake Patreon. You do you that. Scarlet you Nex- do that. You finish Scarlet Nexus? Not yet. It's freaking amazing. That's fun. I'm just not in the mood for that right now. You know, it's a, the hack and slash game. I'm not really a fan of those games. You ain't about them hack and slash? I ain't about those games. I'm all... Hack and Slash. Dude, how how are you not about Hack and Slash? Like, how do you not like Devil May Cry? It's done, how do you not like it doesn't have a, It doesn't have a story, man. Come on. Dude, he literally said that, what well, did he say was better than God, God of War, War on Trophy Horse? Skyrim. Skyrim. I was like, he said Skyrim was better than God of War. Like, I like Skyrim. two different games. That's, that's I don't think Skyrim's a better game than God of War, because Skyrim is, Skyrim is like this open world massive adventure, and God of War is probably one of the best stories on a PlayStation never told. Like, let's not let's be real. Let's be real with it. Let's be real. Let's be real with it. But if you played it for 15 minutes, you would know it's a masterpiece. <laughs> All right, go ahead. It, we're almost two hours into the show, we and we hadn't more. hit this week's we official topic. We got one more from Jerry. It's okay. It's okay. It's how the show works every week. Yeah. Now. <laughs> we're fine. Don't worry about that. Last one from Jared. I'm sure most of you, or sorry, most of us, not only liked wrestling when we were younger. We also stupidly did moves on each other. When I was in junior high, me and my friends started doing backyard wrestling. My name was Badass Jared Smiley. Right. It's <laughs> a great name. Have any of you have any of the Loot Bros done any backyard wrestling? What would the Loot Bros Wrestling Federation look like? What would be your wrestling name and finisher? Would you be face or babyface or a heel? Mm. T Bird, you go first. Um, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't Did you never do any backyard uh, wrestling? Oh no, no, never. I didn't have brothers growing up. Were you going to Lighthouse when me and the guys were doing the wrestle matches and the lock-ins mm, and stuff? Nope. Okay, so I want to just tell one of my many backyard wrestling stories. Um. Back in the day when I was uh, a youth pastor, I I had uh, a large group of like older youth that was uh, going to our church, and the same crew that would follow my band around. And uh, so we did like one of those what they call lock in, is where you like basically do a, like a giant slumber party at the church, and you stay up all night long eating a bunch of food and being wild and you know crazy stuff like that. So what we did was we did like a like a all night backyard wrestling match. And so we actually pulled out some of the steel chairs from the church and we did wrestling moves on each other. And we put Derek, our good friend through a table and then spray painted NWO on his back. I mean, it was like all the church, <laughs> all, all the church. Oh yeah. It was awesome. And in church, and the, it's, what's funny is we learned a lot, right? So a falling on a chair not even getting hit with the chair, but falling on a chair hurts like crazy. Like if you like if you can imagine like your shin or your arm, like your forearm, like falling, like you're falling down on it, and then like the leg of the chair not giving and just putting that pressure on you. That stings. It was not fun. Um 
And then, uh, you know, tables really do break in the center, like very easily. So when you, you slam not as human easy as those fossil wood tables, you're they're using on TV. Like you actually have to give some, you have to give some oomph to get someone through an actual like wooden table. Well, so, so no, we have like one of fold out tables, like you would like Devon would go get. That that's what you have at church for like all your your functions and stuff and like your that cheap all. that cheaply is the yeah cheap there's cheap the cheap wood pit table yeah they pop right out and yeah so Those we are, put a friend through that and it just like it was it was awesome didn't you pity Dude, him gimmick those are gimmicks for TV like those are actually like they're gimmick they're not the ones you what, buy in a store what I'm telling you is the one that we bought broke like a gimmick table on TV like it was. It was incredible. It looked just like, oh, that's exactly what it looked like on TV. As we put somebody through it. Did it hurt, and then, like, it hurt like hell when he went through it? Uh, no, nah, he was, he's a good sport. I will say this. Um, not the same night, but we would do we would do like little wrestling. Hang on one second. I see. We would do like little wrestling get-ups at our shows sometimes. And so me and the same guy were in the pit together. And we were doing our little bit of a routine where, you know, we'd give each other the stunner. I'd give him the pedigree, you know, kind of thing, whatever we do the, the throw each other to the crowd. And we were in the fellowship hall of a different church. Um, big old packed show. We were, we were playing out there. I kicked him in the stomach and I went to go pedigree him. And instead of him putting his hands down, like, and bracing for impact, he sold it hard and kicked his legs out. Right. And, we landed on his head and it, it knocked him stupid for a little while. He was like, <laughs> uh, he might have went unconscious for a very short amount of time, but he was not right the rest of the evening. <laughs> so he ate a real pedigree. Damn. He took it hardcore on a concrete slab floor. Like it was, Whoa. Yeah. I mean, it had like uh, it had that really cheap commercial carpet on top, but very, no padding. Very thin carpet. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was basically the, the the equivalency of like carpet squares. So, what about you, Joe? My friends started a backyard promotion that they still do to this day, but it's not backyard anymore. It's an actual promotion now, so it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, called it's, really it's called cool AEW. You know, some kind of small company. It's a really <laughs> cool story. No, uh, <laughs> no, um, no, not AEW. It was called B4W Rookwood Four Wrestling. Um, it's all the kids that used to live in the neighborhood used to get together and they used to wrestle in this one guy's backyard. And then eventually my friend bought a ring. So they had an actual ring in a backyard. So they were like stepping it up like year after year. And then they teamed up with like, um, they teamed up with people like, uh, uh, Chris can not Chris candy. Um, uh, Steve Carino and other people like that. And it was insane to watch them go from like nothing to like wrestling with like Steve Carino and Tatanka and like all these other people. Friggin' insane. Like uh their referee is the the really famous referee, um Earl Hebner. Sean Flanagan or uh, or Finnegan from Finnegan. ECW. That's their referee when they have shows. That's dope. Yeah. Sean, I think Sean Finnegan is his name. So Earl Hebner, uh, I was there when he did his 1,000th match. When he refereed his 1,000th match. That's cool. Did yeah, he? That was dope. Did he sell you a T-shirt from back of his car? Uh, no. But, That's why I got fired from WWE. Well, what's funny is he had his he had his own line of T-shirts because this was with TNA, and it yeah. was uh yeah. That's how was, he got fired from WWE. Uh, that's all. Yeah. You, you never knew that. No, huh? I yeah, didn't. I got fired. That, yeah, that's why I got fired from WWE because he was selling his own merch. 
It's awesome. Yeah, him and his son, uh, they had their own merch and everything, but they they did stuff out there. It was awesome because I got to see Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. No, nah, he wasn't cool. Mr. What? Ken- Mr. Kennedy was cool. No, dude. Come dude, on. Dude, Mr. No. Kennedy had the world in the palm of his hands, and then he got hurt, and they took the money in the bank off of him. Oh, dude, the good dude's guy was going to be a star. Well, no, they, t- they, they took it off of him because he feuded with Randy Orton. No, he got hurt. Nah, and then, man. And then you listen Rand- to his podcast, he'll tell you straight up. He had yeah. beef with Randy Orton, and that's what they they they. The oh really? I thought he got him. hurt. Yeah. So the company I mean, turned I mean, the company turned on him because Golden Boy. Yeah, he's yeah. because of Golden Boy. That's right. You can't. You can't. If you don't sell his moves, Dude, and you Golden, hurt him. Yeah, I mean, he's amazing. So leave him alone. He's one of the best wrestlers this generation. Everybody talks shit about him, but he's he's so he's, good. He's so good smooth. at what he does. So he's good smooth. at what he does. He's like the Miz. Like the Miz is safe. <sighs> Yes. Safe and just just so good at wrestling, like the psychology is all there and the promos and the Miz is the best, dude. When he slapped Daniel Bryan, shit was hilarious, dude. He's like, I'm better than you, and you know it. He's before MJF. Dig it. Uh, oh, uh, the, with the, as far as the Loot Bros Wrestling Federation, like what all this would look like. Well, obviously, the Loot Bros as an entity are heels. So, like, even if every personality in the Loot Bros wasn't a heel, you are heel by association because uh, Joe and I are heels. Like, that's happening. We we talk all kinds of crap. Oh, yeah. So the trophy whores are the baby faction, faces. Would our faction just be called the Loot? I mean, we could, our faction could be the Loot Bros. Because and, we just, and we just have, like, so many members. It's, like, ridiculous. Yeah, it's like the NWO. <laughs> yeah. But in, in the trophy whores... Just spray because, paint and loot on people. Yes, yes. But the Trevor's would be the equivalency of the baby faces in the group. And like nobody really likes them, right? <laughs> but you kind of got to root for them because they're the good guy. But like you love the loot bros. Nah, Tricky's even definitely, though you're, Tricky's even though you're definitely not the tweener. To be. Tricky's the tweener. Like people people like Tricky. Think people tolerate Tricky, but no, they don't. Tricky is Roman Reigns as a, as a baby face. It's like, <laughs> like, it's like for whatever him. reason, he's getting pushed, but you can't stand him. Right, he's just like, what the freak is wrong with? But the minute he turns on on everybody else in his faction, you'll love him. If Tricky Mick turned right now and he freaking dropped elbow on yield and freaking pile drove <laughs> Alex <laughs> and then gave uh, Levi the stink palm, and he came over here to loot bros, he would be the internet's champion. He'd be the Hulk Hogan of the group. That's right. <laughs> what you gonna do, brother, when Tricky Mick runs wild on you? But yeah, so when we were going back to when we were doing the trophy war, you know, like we would get on each other's shows and talk trash and I would get on there in full wrestling promo, you know, and it was like, like being a heel is, it's fun. It's like, that's like, that's my, that's my favorite. That's my natural. And so, uh, I think that, yeah, Luke bros would be heels. The, the trophy skanks would be the baby faces. We constantly, well, it's like the, the DX invasion of WCW. That's pretty much what we'd be doing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I would definitely want to be a heel. Like, I even know what my interest in music would be because I've always, if I've, if I've ever wrestler, uh, my interest music would be Shadow Moses by, uh, Bring Me the Horizon. There you go. Because that's one of the sickest drops, like, ever in any song. So, or I'd have an Underworld song because Underworld is badass. Yeah, I would play whatever the latest Ninja Loot single is would be just my... That's because you're just trying to promote yourself. I'd be okay, just okay. slip plugging okay. my trash. I'd be worse than Baron Corbin, have a different music every week. Oh my God, stop. 
his original music was so good and they had to change it when it did like the revving in the motorcycle like i liked his like his cool music in the beginning and then they i always like rob van dam's music uh, Rob Van Dam is my favorite wrestler. One of a kind. No, oh, I like, I like, I like, I like Walk by Pantera. It was like, uh, 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 yeah, uh, uh. yeah. I think, oh man, I mean, he's probably my second favorite wrestler of all time behind Owen Hart. Like Rob Van Dam's my dude. I'm not a nugget. I'm a champion. Should have been the fucking champion. Well, if he would have dropped Stone Cold on his head, Karma wouldn't have got him. Uh, that's uh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Too Jesus. Jesus. That's Sorry. a little call for you, dude. Hey, I, I was there that night. Both those nights. He broke that one happened. guy's neck, and the other guy just died. You know, same kind I mean, of. I watched deal. both of them happen. I should have been. I should have been at the SummerSlam because that was in. That was in. That was in. Was that Jersey or New York? That yeah, summer, I, I just watched the Bears yes. live. But the, like, no, I think that was New York. Or New what's Jersey. crazy is he came out that night and he gave his little promo about drinking your milk and eating your vitamins or whatever, and then he was going to go up to the Raptors and drop into the ring because that was his thing. And so me, my uncle William, my brother, and my cousin were all sitting around, and we made jokes about he's going to fall. Like we're like, oh, what have you got up there? Drink his milk, ate his vitamins, and fell. Like and we were laughing. And then it happened. Oy. And that was like, oh, dang, that's not funny no more. Oy. Yeah. You just sucked all the fun out of it. Oy. Yeah. It R- wrestling's not fake. <laughs> it's not fake. I loved Owen Hart. I miss Owen Hart, dude. He was so dude, good. Dude, he was so good. Like, and like, he was just so ahead of his time. Like, imagine, like, it's so funny because, like, when you watch all the documentaries about him, like, I get all teary eyed and shit because I love him to death. Like he's my favorite of all time. And like, it's so funny because like, if he was alive just a few more years for like that next era of guys to come through, I don't know if he would have retired from wrestling. I think he would have stayed because he was all talking about retirement. Like he he just bought a brand new house the day before he died. Like the week the week he died. That's insane. Brand new brand new house. Yeah, so he crazy. was. I, I, he was like the AJ Styles of that time. As Dude, far he's as better like, than he's better than Brett. Way better. Like, than Brett. As far as just being flawless in the ring, except when he dropped Stone Cold on his head. But like, like as far as like his like, and Randy Orton's like that too in the sense that like, there's like makes a, mistakes. Look at what happened to D'Lo Brown when he heard draws. Oh, dude, freaking look, dude, D'Lo, and I love draws back in the day. You know, he's got a puke. Ugh, he's got a puke. But yeah, dude, it freaking sucked, man. I hated that because, like, I, I but see that whole time it really it sucked so bad because it like Owen died. It, he freaking ruined the course of Stone Cold's career. You know, uh, honestly, like, if you ever talk to Stone Cold, like he said, he said like as much as he like has animo- he can't have animosity for him because he's dead. He said he, would ne- he said he would never wrestle him again. Like ever after that, like he said he wouldn't, and but he also said like he resurrected his career by dumping him on his head because he had to become a brawler because he couldn't do all the high high flying stuff and the flying Bryant like the like the like the yeah. stuff he was doing before that he couldn't do anymore right because he just he had to become a brawler and that that became the Stone Cold that we knew for the rest of his career did it jack him up and and shorten his career I mean his knees were really shot too so yeah. What? So, I mean, Stone Cold, I respect Stone Cold because Stone Cold walked away when it was time to walk away. Yeah. Unlike Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, 
They're, they're going to die in the ring. Hulk Hogan might die in the ring. Ric Flair. Ric Flair's definitely dying in the ring. Ric Flair said he wanted to die in the ring. I mean, he's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ric Flair is crazy. Yep. Dude's on AEW now, though. Did you see that? Uh, I, I saw he asked for his release. I didn't realize he was on AEW. Yep. Now. He's doing a horseman reunion. Oh, yeah, they got, they're all going to be together because they they're all in AEW now. Like three of them in AEW now. Uh, Tully's there. Uh, Arn's there. Rick's there. And Oli's not there. But I mean, what the fuck is Oli doing? Like, the, he's, no one gives a shit about him anyway. Dude, they just get Mark Henry to be the fourth horseman. They can get anybody to be is the fourth horseman. Make freaking Big Show. Just make Big Show the freaking horseman because like he does enough heel turns anyway. Yeah. What's another one? Do you know he wants? To, he's gonna wrestle. Did you see that nonsense? Uh. Uh-uh. I thought they only got him for commentary. I was like, thank God, just keep him away from fucking WWE. Him and Kane are like my two least favorite wrestlers of all time because they just won't go the fuck away. Like they were just always there. I was like, just die, go away. What the? Not die, but go away. Like just retire. Like every time Big Show would come out, I would just be like, please retire, please. Like to the point Wait. where like to the point where my friends are like. You wouldn't say that to his face. I was like, I think I might at this point. That's how I feel about CM Punk. Like, just go away. Like, I, I'm done with CM Punk too, though. Like, I feel like no one gives a shit. It's been ten years, or however long it's been. Oh, the little CM Punk pukes I mean, will love him. They're like, I mean, so I mean, I mean, I'll probably pop for it because I'm stupid. I'm I, a wrestling fan. I want it to happen, but I don't like him. Like, but, I know, think it's good for business for him to come back. No, I think it's good for him to go back to WWE Whoa. because that's where he belongs. I'll say CM Punk's not going to come back. Phil Brooks might. Oh no, he owns the name CM Punk. Oh, it does. Yeah. Well, he was CM Punk before he was in uh, WWE. Yeah, he, he was chick, he was chick magnet oh. forever. So stupid. I mean, hey, it's better than Cookie Monster, which he kept telling people in interviews, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, it stands for Cookie Monster. Or he would change what it stands for every interview because people would just get pissed off because he would never give them the truth. I, I think he was a great wrestler, and I think his feud oh. with John Cena was what put him over the top. I mean, I never thought before that he was really anything really special. I mean, I liked him because he had, you know, Kill Switch as his theme song. Yeah, that was the best part about him. I mean, dude, it went so well with the clobbering time and everything, and then they changed it to Cult of Personality. Cult of personality yeah. It just didn't work as well. The man, the man, the man, the man. Like, I liked, I liked it when he was, you know... When it was when it was kill switch, kill switch is dope. I like kill switch. Are we done with community questions? Yeah, we've been yeah. done with it. So, what's your what's your guys' favorite wrestling entrances of all time, music wise? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Really, just Stone Cold, dude. It's just so simple, but it just so freaking I mean, awesome. It, I mean, I like the Rock too. I like Smell What the Rock is Cooking. I think it's really great. I think I think it's she gets such a huge pop. I really liked. I like Mark Henry. I like Three Six Mafia. Mark Henry. Yeah. Three Six Mafia. I like yep. the. I like the stir of Stone Cold. Ugh, nah, I didn't like that one. I I thought that like, I I didn't think it sounded good personally. I like Seven Dust Jericho though. Seven Dust Jericho was sweet. Yeah. Um, they did it for one night and then never used it again. <laughs> I thought Jericho's just break the walls down was awesome. Yeah. Uh, as far as just like actual songs go, there's a bunch of great ones. But as far as like the total package, oh, Christian, and man, all, like, Christian, Christian, at last, you're nah. on your own. Where, why, Going back again, RVD is good. Forgetting about edges. 
you think you know me? You think you know me? I understand. Oh, the Alter Bridge song? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I can't stand Alter Bridge as a band, but like. <laughs> Batista, man, that was a freaking entrance. Yeah. We does the machine gun thing for the yeah. fireworks. That thing got me hyped every time. That's saliva, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I walk alone, yeah. I really never liked the um, the biker Undertaker, but biker Undertaker, Undertaker with Limp Biscuit is you know being <laughs> Limp Biscuit is one of my faves. They're so good. So I love Limp Biscuit. Yep. 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 So, are right, you guys ready to get into this week's official topic? Two hours and ten minutes into the show, let's do it. Let's hold off till next week. <laughs> well, <laughs> we could, ex- and I mean, I'll, I'll stretch this wrestling thing out forever. But since this is a wrestling themed podcast, and we've been talking wrestling all night, which I think we've done a really good job of keeping the show flowing while talking about our first love, WWE. Um, I think that tonight will be the perfect night for us to create the perfect wrestling game. Now, uh, T Bird, I know you played wrestling games. It's been Joe, I know you played it's wrestling. It's been a games. hot minute for me, though. That's all right. All you got to do is point out your favorite features. So for starters, let's go around the table and just figure out what is your favorite wrestling game of all time? Um, all time? All time. Yeah, if you, you get one, you can only pick one. All the other ones are going into the fiery pits of hell forever. I mean, Which one are you picking? I'll pick probably the one I spent the most time with. It's actually it's between two games. It's between either WWE or WWF SmackDown Two Know Your Role, or it's between um, WWE SmackDown uh, Shut Your Mouth. Those are good ones. Those are my two the two games I probably played at least a thousand hours of each of them. Like I no lie, like that's when that's when I used to you know make my federation and have my Manila my Manila notebooks. Like you know the ones with the Friggin' yeah. like cow design on the front or the black and white ones. Mm-hmm. I used to have drawers of them. Drawers. And my mom would like be like, Can you throw these out? But like it would be That's like history, mom. it would be like every at the top of every page would be like raw. And I would draw out the raw logo. And I I would get my sick my eight matches for raw. And then I would turn the page and on the other opposite side it'd be like SmackDown and my eight page my eight matches. And then I would have like the next page would be like Raw and SmackDown again. And then after I did like four in a row, it'd be like a pay-per-view. And then I used to use my, <laughs> I used to use like the inkjet printer to print out pay-per-view posters of my pay-per-views. So I would like go online and get like pictures of all the wrestlers and like <laughs> Photoshop it all together to make pay-per-view like lineup cards. There you go. And like paste it into the book. Like only the pay-per-views got the nice glossy pictures but i waste all my fucking parents ink and paper and they would get so mad <laughs> so mad i wish i still had these notebooks man they were crazy crazy and i would always be trying to book my boy rock but i was always like realistic with my booking like i always like to do like chases like i'd make rock lose all the time just to make him keep chasing or i put the belt on him and take it off him make him chase again or have screw job finishes all the time and yeah but i would have to i would have to say like know your role or I like because I like know your role's fast pace so when like you played computer versus computer on know your role like it was very cool to watch because it was just all over the place fast paced and the matches were over like three minutes so you could play like all day and you feel like you got a lot done 
It's not like today where it takes like 10 minutes to play every match. Well, 10 minutes of loading. <laughs> so 20 minutes to play each match. I'm sorry. <laughs> T-Bird, favorite wrestling game. God, I, I'm trying to think about that. I I want to say it's probably SmackDown versus Raw like 2008. Kind of when it was still like, not for like the free movement, but kind of like almost like the semi-directional kind of thing. Or like if you're running in one direction, you're committing to running in that direction. Right. Yeah. That was 2007. It was still like that. Yeah. Something like, I think it was that one. Yeah. That, uh, it did. Go ahead. There you go then. No, no. You, you, I was just saying, it's mainly just because that's what me and uh, my stepbrother at the time were playing a lot of. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was a good time too, man. Because like, yeah, you could you could pretty much you could pick a, a direction and go, or you could just hit the run button and it would just kind of go whichever way the character was at. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a lot of cool stuff. I love when you like you would keep running and like you would just like bump into each other, like because like you didn't hit the move button fast enough, you yeah. just run into the guy and just bounce off of him. Wasn't that the one that also had the slobber knocker match? That, that was, was know your role, I think, or no, not. Uh, shut your mouth, I think. Had the slobber, slobber knocker match, or the one with Black Blood, the one with Brock Lesnar on the cover had the slobber. It, there was match. a SmackDown versus Raw that had that. Yeah, it did. Here I think it's 2007. Yeah, you know what? Actually, it's not shut your mouth. Here comes the pain's the one I played the most. The yeah, Brock Lesnar the on the cover. That's the one everybody wants HD remastered. That was a good one. That was a good one. And that was what was funny was my brother and I were playing the crap out of that game, but not actually watching the product at the time. So my brother was loved Brock Lesnar because of the game. And then Brock Lesnar later became his favorite wrestler and then his favorite MMA guy. So um, we, as a family, we would get together every month and watch the pay-per-views my whole life. And that was like a big thing. Uh, me my cousin, Zach, my, his dad, which is my uncle. Um, that, that's what we would do, man. We, we watched the pay-per-views together. It was an event. It was a family gathering, you know, and, uh, we'd cook out. We'd do that. It was, it was so much fun, dude, for years, just spending Sunday nights, you know, once a month or once every five weeks screaming at the TV, triple H, triple H, my uncle William walking outside, smoking a half pack of cigarettes because he hated CM Punk. Oh He's like, God. if I ever saw CM Punk in real life, I'd slap him in his face. <laughs> and that's, it just, that was, that was <laughs> just so funny. This is such in, a good time. You come back in, see CM Punk win, and just like night's ruined. And he's like, I've never watched wrestling again. <laughs> he would get so mad. And then, like, oh my gosh, there's so many good memories. But um, I would say my favorite wrestling game of all time, and I said this recently, was WWF No Mercy. It was uh, right. So that Nintendo 64 generation of wrestling games was so fun. Arcadey, uh, great move sets. The controls were right on point. The the match types were great. The ladder match was so much fun. Just recently did a Nintendo sixty four like retro day with the kids and my brother, and we played uh, No Mercy, and it still holds up. It is still fantastic. So how the kids how the kids find it? Oh my god, dude! They had so much fun. Like they immediately latched on. It is anyone can play it, dude. They just it is still playable. It's still it's still great. Um, I actually just recently bought a Nintendo 64 again, just to revisit that. Did you get uh, so, did you get WCW uh, versus the world? Uh, so my brother has all of them. I don't have any of them in my in my my possession yet because the only one I found was Revenge, either Revenge or 
It might have been no mercy, but, they, but the store around here wanted forty bucks for it, and they didn't have the box or anything. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I'll I'll wait. So forty bucks was kind of steep, but that's kind of what's going for on eBay right now. So I'll come across it. <clears throat> but either way, being that my brother has them and he doesn't play his retro stuff, I have access to them as I need them. But we, but it was so much fun to go over there and just hook up the old systems and me and the boys and him play. So, um, but yeah, definitely the creative wrestler, the unlock. See, that was another thing too. It had like a unlock system based on like, like you would play the game in the career mode and stuff and the universe mode and you could earn money. And then the money you, uh, you would unlock like, uh, character, like, like, uh, items, shirts, weapons in the game. Like it was so like unique it had it offered so much like you know i guess replayability outside of you know the what you would expect from a wrestling game so uh, that game was just that game was sheer perfection in my opinion a close second would be smackdown versus raw 2007 and 2011 it'd probably be like a tie between those two for second place just because the it was like to me that was wrestling perfected you know like uh as far as like modern day looking controls, hell in a cell, like just the, the crazy amount of things you could do. Knocking, just running and falling off the cage was awesome. Throwing someone off the cage was awesome. So it was, it was awesome. So, um, so being that we've kind of established what everybody's favorites are, what, uh, what are some of the features or things that stood out to you guys just about those games? Uh, yeah, you know, from those those it seems like it's it's pretty common with any wrestling or someone who's a fan of wrestling games. The Nintendo sixty four era, the PS two era, and the SmackDown vs. Raw eras all seem to be everyone's kind of favorites. They all that seems to be where the wrestling games really hit their stride. The early stuff on Sega and Super Nintendo was decent, and then the stuff we have now it seems a little complicated and convoluted and there's a the, the SmackDown versus Raw era, SmackDown, Know Your Role, Shut Your Mouth, uh, Here Comes the Pain, and then the Nintendo 64 era seems to be like a really good, you know, for an annualized franchise that sometimes had spinoffs as well. That's that, there's a lot of really great games in there. So, what are some of y'all's just favorite features and things that you experience in those games? Obviously, you know the, the creative character thing. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a given with those. I'd always. <laughs> this is back when I was still in like I think like early high school. So I'd make like this. You remember those a skeleton mask, and they you, you could add spikes to it and everything. I was like, yeah, yeah this yeah. is cool. <laughs> just made this giant, <laughs> this giant monster of a man just go around and smack everybody doing hurricane runners because yeah. you know weight class didn't yeah. make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'd always meet the biggest guy and make him do all the flips, jumping outside the rope, uh, out the ring, jumping off the top rope. But I, I always actually also always created my character to look like me, and it was always the same thing. It was one of the default faces, uh, bro shorts, and then white shoes. And maybe every now and again, I'd throw like some elbow pads or knee pads. But essentially, I would put my 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 personal custom character in some form of bro jeans, like jorts, and then white shoes to emulate my DCs that I wore at the time. And then it was just like it was on from there. I was like, oh, boom! This is my generic character. This is what I'm doing. And 
is is a is a blast. What about you, Joe? I mean, I liked Create a Wrestler. I like Create a Title. Like all the Creative stuff was really oh, cool. Title was create Create a T shirt was cool too. Yeah. Like when you create your own merch and stuff, or in your own sign. You remember the year they let you create your own signs? Yep. Oh yeah. Arenas, like it, it just got crazier and crazier each year. I think she kept adding more and more. Do you remember Story Designer? Yep. Oh man, Story Designer was great. I had friends who really went crazy on Story Designer, and, and they did a lot of really cool stuff with it. Um. But I think my favorite thing out of all the creation stuff was create a wrestler because I just thought like you could really create anybody from any federation. And I would like the first person I would always create every year was Rob Van Dam. Like every every year. Didn't matter. Like if he wasn't even wrestling anymore, like oh I want Rob Van Dam back. And like I remember when I was really into ECW, like because the ECW had such a shitty video game, I would just create like an entire federation of just ECW guys and just like use them all the time. Like have my own ECW fed. Like they made it so you can have your own federations and not even play with characters in the game. And like even like 2K20, as shitty of a game as it is, you can make up to a hundred creator wrestlers in that game. It was insane how many you can make. Actually, I don't actually I don't think it I think it just mattered if you had memory space. You could just keep creating guys. Because it was all That's based crazy. on memory. It was all based on memory in that game. It was the first time they ever had it like an uncapped system where you could just keep creating them if you had memory on your on your console. Which I thought was really cool because I hated like the older games because it was all capped to like fifty or twenty five yeah. or you're twenty five. Um, I remember the first year we got a hundred. I was like, oh. And then it was it's funny because like did you see what they did with the community creations like suite this year and like years like since it's been two K it's been capped every every day it's a cap every day twenty yeah twenty downloads a day That's twenty so downloads stupid. a day so like you know the first day you're downloading 20 dudes because like yep. if you get the game late like in the cycle there's so many guys to download and it's yep. insane it's insane like to create like the, the things people create on on 2k20 and 2k19 yep. absolutely insane all the fortnite characters are on there all the everybody you can make a, like, every wrestler like I say, for every, every yeah. wrestler for every federation ever known like it's crazy i was like and the searching function is pretty cool and it works. So you just type in like ha- hashtag like, oh, I want this guy it just comes up or like you want to have your own like glow or your own women's federation hashtag like females. Boom. Everyone just pops up. And like the amount of time people spend in there, like I used to spend hours. Do you remember? Um, do you remember Daryl back in the day on like the old wrestling games where you had to use like the formulas to make the guys? Oh, yeah. And you had to go on like like caws like whatever creation dot whatever and you would just like print out like like the entire formula to create the guy oh yeah i remember i think there was even some of that stuff was in like tips and tricks and stuff like it's like yeah create this wrestler by using these parts yeah but do you remember when it was like the formulas and then it had like the rbg like all that like the color palette yeah i didn't get that crazy into it i used to sit for hours and create people's wrestlers hours like hours i used to go on the smackdown hotel.com which used to be like the big ca like caw website where they would post like everybody's creations there you go and i would would go crazy for hours just sitting there creating guys like for hours and and then i'd be like oh well this guy plays like shit but i remember the year when like they tied everything together when you downloaded the guy you downloaded all the moves with the guy and the guy and i was like oh this is amazing it's all in one package you don't have to download the move set separately Yep. For for a few years, it was move set separately and the guy separately. And then so, this year, they finally fixed the whole thing with uh, the cool feature. This year was multiple tires are downloaded at once now. 
So, oh, like, you, awesome. so you didn't have to like like if you downloaded somebody's create wrestler if they made multiple tires you got it with that create wrestler it's like it's nice. like a whole package yeah they do move sets entrance ring everything all like the any like everything that they create for that character comes with it in one download so that's awesome because some of the previous games you lose one of your slots by trying to download some of that stuff yeah or like or like the arenas are like insanely detailed now or you can do like the pay-per-view you can download a pay-per-view now so like it downloads like the pay per view, like all the arena, like skirts, all everything. Um, if he had, if he put like background effects in for like the, uh, like the match cards, it downloaded that with it. Any like designs they created, it- it's really cool how they did like everything as packages now. I thought it was a really good way to like streamline the game and not make it so you don't have to download like fifty fucking things, just like one big download. I liked it. I I thought they did a really good job with fixing a lot of the creation issues. I think. I loved I used to love the old um backstage matches. They were really cool. Like the ones where like all you oh, do yeah. is knock the guy out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean I got so many crazy stories <laughs> when it comes to wrestling games. Uh I got so did you guys ever dabble with the um with the uh the creative finisher? Oh yeah. Yeah, but it always looks so janky. Oh dude. We my brother created one. That freaking, it was the funniest thing ever. He created a finisher where it's like, you have to be like 10 stages. You could do like, like you could kick, you could punch, you could grab, you could roll them over or whatever. Yeah. It was nothing but low blows. Just punch, nut punch after nut punch, left punch, right punch. They turn around and spin around and like, like well, they, they turn around backwards and then just back kick you in the nuts. And his entire finisher would be nut, like nut punch, nut punch, nut punch, power bomb. <laughs> just like. It was so awesome, dude. We had a freaking blast with those. Um, one of the other things I was going to say is like for the past, since 2016, uh, like when I go to the creative, to the wrestling creations, uh, there's two characters I download as first. Um, one of them is the Punisher. The other one is Donald Trump. No, it's not CM Punk. No, no. And currently Donald Trump is my champion on 2K20. Donald Trump is champion. <laughs> yeah. The other night I got home from work and I'm sitting there playing wrestling and my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm uh, Donald Trump fighting for the light heavyweight championship. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? She's like, you're ridiculous. And then all of the, all of his finishing moves were low blows, just straight nut punches. <laughs> And I'm just sitting there playing and laughing. Like I'm having a blast. And she's like, you're so dumb. You're like, I don't want your life. And so Donald Trump low blows. And then, uh, uh one stone cold stunner. And that was it. That was, that was the move set. <laughs> so his entire move set. No, 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 no. Uh, I had all kinds of cool stuff in there, but that was like his finishers, you know, cause you had 2k 20. There's like finishers for every, every occasion. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, you got like turnbuckle finisher and outside yeah, finisher. Outside finishers are different than the inside finishers, so you got different variations of the low blow. It's cool how you can do like things in that game. Like, like if you sit in the corner, you can do a corner finisher. So, like Edge can do his execution, execution, but he can also do the spear because yep. he just sits in the corner. And the way it like this, this seamless animation. Oh man, it, the game is just really nice. It's just it's a shame the engine is dog shit. Well, that and the the load times are atrocious, and the game was so broken when it came out. It's it's a lot better. It's a lot better now than it was it when it came out. But like, 
it just doesn't it doesn't fix the problem. And no. I'm weary of this year because if they don't show something by SummerSlam, I'm gonna kinda start getting worried again. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um another thing I was gonna say is uh we so I don't know if he listens to the show anymore, but we had a I had a good buddy named Luke uh for vast majority of my life. And we would get together and play every wrestling game together. Now on the OG Xbox, there were two wrestling games that came out to that console that never counted any other ones. Raw and Raw 2. Did you ever play those? Yes, I did. Raw, Raw was awesome because you could take all the music CDs that you owned, the WWE ones. And put your and own music it. on there. Yep. You could put the actual music for the, each guy's in the game if they didn't have it. Yep. Or And then you could just sit there and go on like Napster or like whatever it was, Bear Share, and just like rip all the songs that were missing and just add them in. Or you could put your own music on there, whatever you like. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just thought it was cool because you can keep everything authentic. Yep. So what we did on Raw 2 was we, because Raw 2 had one of the best story modes because you could do a four-player story slash universe mode where each person could choose kind of like what they wanted the next segment to be. So it would be broke down into like a match, and then everyone has an interaction, whether it be backstage or you know interfering in a match or whatever. And then it would be uh, you know, a series of things like that going to the next day, series of things like that going to the next day, all the way up to the pay-per-view. So my buddy Luke was the champion in our little federation at the time, and he was going to fight Trish Stratus <laughs> oh God, for the championship. And, and so what we did was because none of us were actually like fighting him for the belt, we all sabotaged him and then did backstage interactions where he got hurt. So like one scene would be like hits Luke's character walking around and then a box falls from like above a door and it lands on him. And then you would start the match hurt. And then, so some of us did backstage interactions and then some of us interfered in the match. And so we interfered in the match, come out there, beat the crap out of him. And then we're constantly grabbing him when he's trying to do moves. Like we're grabbing him from like the ringside. When he's trying to do moves with Trish Stratus. And then Trish Stratus beats him for his championship. (laughs) (laughs) And he freaking lost it and cussed us out, told us to leave his house, you know, went to bed. (laughs) You know, not playing with you guys anymore. And the best part is this we're laughing so hard, like crying laughing. It's so funny. And I think at the time he was out of work with like a hernia. And he got mad and was like yelling and said that, it, and he, I guess he had hurt his hernia. And and then he said he called it his. He's like something, something, something. I'm over here hurting my hornia. <laughs> so then we're we're laughing about the the hell we just put him through on the game. And then he he has a hornia instead of a hernia now. So we are just giving him like just it was awful. It was so much fun. That game was awesome. One of the best wrestling games ever made at least for the the, the controls kind of sucked in that game but the actual like story mode universe mode on there was awesome and it i was remember a beautiful game too it did look good on the on the xbox and i i remember um playing that game for like five six years like a universe mode like just constantly playing through it so that game was a game. lot of the groundwork for what like the 2k game became yep I agree. I bet it plays like crap now. I mean, it's an Xbox game, so yeah. Well, there's that. But, I mean, I have it. Uh, I have either Raw or Raw 2. I think I have Legends of WrestleMania on the OG Xbox as well. 
Do you have any wrestling platinums, Joe? Um, platinums? No. I think I because ha- WWE made them. Oh, maybe I. I have a hundred percent. I have a hundred percent in Legends of WrestleMania on Xbox 360, and I have a hundred percent in. Is it TNA? Oh. I think it might be TNA. God. Total Dude, yeah, ass. I forgot about TNA. Total that nonstop game. ass. Yeah, I have the. That game controls like crap, but that Unreal Engine was awesome. It was a beautiful it. game, and Suicide played awesome. The fact that you got to play the same as like the main character, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think Raw Two was really cool and really like ahead of its time, and what it was trying to do, and the music, the music stuff, be able to like rip your own CDs in there was pretty cool because like you can make like your entrance like. Because at the time, everyone was like, oh, man, I can make my entrance like Linkin Park and stuff like that. Yep. So who wouldn't want to do that? Closer to the edge, and I'm about to break. Dude, what was, uh, w- which universe mode? Was it 2011 that like, air, or was it Raw? That, or maybe 2007 even. Where like universe mode, everything you did in the game, like counted. Like it, like no matter what exhibition you did, it it would like. Oh, it would count oh. towards like your. It would like change all your statistics and all your. Yeah, and it would change like your oh, feuds man. and everything. I can't remember what you, it. That was like me. That, that was, was like when they were doing it. Twenty teen. I think it was a mid twenty teen game. I thought it was too because that's when they were doing the whole like ex- like integrated system where like everything did everything and that was like the big tagline that year like no matter what you do it affects like everything. I don't remember which one was. I know, and maybe it, the twenty teen games did it as well. But I know that that system started in the either the SmackDown versus Raw era or just before it. No, no, it was in the SmackDown versus Raws. I just don't remember the number. Yeah, because like I just remember playing that game and just being like so enamored with it. I was like, this is awesome because everything I do like matters. If I do an exhibition with my brother, and uh, you know, like a brawn panties match in the parking lot like it still mattered and would change who wanted to be tag teams who wanted to be you know feuds or whatever i think the coolest thing and i can't remember which game it is and i should be able to remember this is the first one when universe mode started adding rankings and titles so like you could actually be like oh well like this guy's number one rank so he's gonna get a championship yeah yeah like i thought that was cool because like it like it like changed the way your feuds work. Do you remember when they started having like feuds too in universe mode where it was like, mm-hmm. you could like click the feud or it would just happen on its own or like tag teams would randomly just break up. I always hated that shit. I always turned that shit off the tag team breakups. Cause it would just do them randomly and be like, yeah. Oh, new day is no longer a tag team because you know, Kofi Kingston just didn't want to be throw pancakes anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, What's this up? is stupid. Yeah, what sucks is whenever you would put a faction together, like, and then it would break itself up. So then you had to go in the menu and actually put them back together yourself. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't fucking like stop doing this, or it'll put stupid people together. I'd be like, oh yeah, Mark Henry should team up with like Cactus Jack for some random ass reason. Yeah, I'm like, no, don't do this. Don't mess with my friend. Don't mess with my uh. Yeah. My, <laughs> faction, my factions and tag teams because you know I didn't just take three hours making all these tag teams. Into tag teams. Did you guys ever make like your own tag teams out of guys you thought would, should always be together and give them like cool names? Hmm. I would do that, I but not that give cool yeah. names. <laughs> yeah, like I did it all the time. I made like my new a new job squad, 
and I made like I, I made like a really racist faction where I put like all like the minorities together and just and, and called it. I can't remember what they I called it. I called it like before, my. Didn't they? Yeah, that. Oh, wait a second. That's, that's yeah. What's the one with like Rusev? Yeah. What was it called? Oh, that one was the foreign. Oh, no, was it was something one? nation, wasn't it? Nation of domination. The, it was the nation of domination. Was the rock? No, no, that's a rock in them. Yeah. Remember the one with Sheamus and all them? Yeah, it, it was, was all like people from different nations. God, it was foreign something or something foreign the league. Wasn't something league? The league of extraordinary gentlemen. The league of jobbers. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't remember that one. Let's go with League of Jobbers. Yeah. That sounds about right. There you go. Calm League of Shamish sucks, and he always has oh. sucked. Oh yeah, let's let's do that right now. I mean, like, I don't, I, like, uh, like a side tangent. Like, who's a wrestler that you just can't fucking stand? CM don't Punk. say CM Punk. No, don't, you have to pick somebody else. Like, who's one wrestler that like you just want him to go away? Like, seriously, like Roman Reigns. Never liked him. Don't you, like like his, you like his heel stuff him. now? His heel stuff's fire right didn't now. Like I didn't like him as in the shield. No, I think I can't stand to look at him. Better, 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 better. His little, let me cock my shotgun wrist and then do oh the Oh my Superman God, I'm so stupid. Like, and the fact that they let him, he's a baby face, but they let him have a move called the drive-by. Yeah. It's not PG at all. Is that what he called that little punch? No, that's the Superman punch. But oh. the drive-by is the thing where like he jumps on the apron and kicks the guy in the face. Yeah, it's stupid. I never liked him. I I'll be honest, like uh I never liked Edge. Like still don't like Edge. I never liked Stone Cold. Not what? Stone Cold. No, because I was a rock fan and he's bringing my boy down. Oh my gosh. Prevent my boy from being champion. <laughs> You piece of trailer park trash. I still think it's I still think it's the most ridiculous thing that Rock is one of the biggest stars never to walk out of WrestleMania as a champion. Never. Oh, don't don't, don't give him any ideas. I know. <laughs> oh, you think he'll be Roman this year? I don't think he's gonna be Roman. I think Fast, Roman's gonna be no. I think Roman's gonna beat him. WrestleMania forty. Rock will yeah. win the championship somehow. Yeah, no, I don't think he'll be around that much longer. Uh, in WWE, at least, I think he'll retire soon, like officially retire. I think he's gonna have his match with Roman. He's gonna lose, and then he's gonna retire. Has he been doing stuff with wrestling? No, but like, I th- they're definitely gearing Roman towards that. Like, they've been building it all year. Like, you can you can see like he's gonna beat Cena. Then he's gonna beat Goldberg. Then he's gonna beat somebody else big. Like, Ugh. I I just. It's crazy. It's crazy. I think. I think it's just crazy to think about. Like, I mean, I hate Sheamus. I think I can't fucking stand Sheamus. I just think he's boring. And I think. And Daniel Bryan. I thought Daniel Bryan was the most boring wrestler ever to watch. Yeah, I, I'm not a Daniel Bryan fan. And I was never a Chris Benoit fan either. I just never oh, understood ooh, the appeal. Ooh. Never, un- never understood the appeal. Easy. I was like, the dude's finisher is a diving headbutt. It's the dumbest move ever. You weren't like. Wowed by him shooting snot rockets out on the set when he's coming out. <laughs> no, yes. no, no, I wasn't. No, pre-COVID. <laughs> the and, old I was, and, I, and I was like, man, like Jericho is so much better than you, dude. Yes, Jericho. I've always been a huge Jericho fan. I mean, now he's just fat and he's awesome. Shape. He's like the every man, every every guy. What's the one I'm looking for? Every man's wrestler. There yeah. you go. He's every man's wrestler. It's like Trump. He's the every man's president. Now he's the every right. man's wrestler. That's right. That's right. Dude, our freaking president was a WWE Hall of Famer. Come I on, know. Man. Come on, man. How cool was that? <laughs> like, as much as I don't didn't like Trump, like that was pretty cool. Like he was 
He was in the Hall of Fame, man. He freaking clotheslined people on the side of the ring. Dude, Bobby Lashley won a match for him. I know. It was hair awesome. Versus, hair versus hair. Billionaire versus billionaire match. That was so good, dude. That was so good. Freaking. Dude, I was always a huge Vince McMahon fan. Like, Vince I McMahon, was too. I like Vince McMahon cool. on commentary. He was my favorite commentator as a kid. He was like, boy, I'm right over. <laughs> I liked him. Uh, one, two, three. Oh, no. Oh, no. I kicked out. Here's another one I didn't like. I never liked Samoa Joe. Samoa Joseph, Joey Samoe. Yeah, never liked Samoa Joe. I mean, I, never, I liked him in NXT. I thought he was cool in NXT. I liked him better in TNA. He's about, to, like be, he's about to be like carrying cross. He's about to be carrying cross next Friday for the title. Yep. In AEW? No. No, in NXT. In NXT. He's the main event against carrying cross, I believe. Hey, wait, Samoa Joe's back in NXT? Yep. Yeah, dude. He went back what, what there. What world do I live in? Yeah, he went he back show, there he went, for like, like management thing, and then he went they choked out. They choked out Adam Cole, <laughs> and then they fired him as the manager. And he's like, "Oh, I'll just go back to wrestling now." That's awesome. And then Karen Cross was talking shit, and he was like, "All right, you want a piece of Joe?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, well, you better get choked out. But Dude. they have to. They have to take it off of Cross because Cross is on Raw now. So it's gonna go back on Joe. I haven't watched NXT since it went. Dude, uh, it's gonna be sick next next Friday, man. And then the main another the double main event. The other one is uh it's Gargano and uh Gargano not Gargano. Um, it's uh O'Reilly and Cole in a three stages of hell match. Dude, that'd be awesome. Re- so regular I, regular match, no holes. I think it's regular match, no holes, bar and steel cage. So I haven't watched uh, NXT since it went from being just WWE programming to the main like its own brand. Yeah, I don't like it as its own brand. It sucks. It should go back to being developmental. That's where it's at. Yeah. When it was the super indie, that's when it was the best. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, even when so when you had like Gargano and and uh, what's his face, his old tag team partner, Champa, Champa, yeah, like those matches they were having were gold, dude. dude their their was tag team was sick. Stuff. Their yep. tag team DIY, DIY, yeah, dude. Yeah, I I quit watching WWE right about the co- there was the first COVID uh, WrestleMania. And just not having fans in the stadium changed the momentum, changed everything. I didn't like the. I just it felt weird. I didn't care for it. I mean, it killed so, NXT. It killed it. It literally killed NXT. Once yeah. they made it two hours and there was crowds and there were the same, like it just killed it. I just, I just, I, you know, like NXT was so good. Oh my god, it was so good. It, it was so great, dude. It used to be better than WWE. I agree. I was, I was like, man, guys, the reason to have um, the, the WWE network? network was NXT. Yep, and those pay per views. Dude, those takeover shows were so good. I, yeah. I want to go back and watch them all. Honestly, they're Dude, so good. They're so good. Takeover three, I think it was, was like, oh, it was amazing. Dude, the first one with Emma versus what was yep. Emma versus uh, the hell is she face? Is Emma and Charlotte? I think maybe match was gold, gold. Emma's one they should have never got rid of. Nope. I got to meet her and buy her first T-shirt, and I was like, look, look, you finally got merch, and she's like, yeah, finally. ProWrestlingTees.com. Yep, I have it. I have a shirt. So it's all about me on it. It's purple. That's a good one. Dude, I almost I like accidentally like bought two shirts from her. Like, well, so I accidentally bought a shirt and then I accidentally took a second one off the table and didn't realize I didn't pay for it. So I went back and gave it to her and she's like, Oh, you can have a hug and picture. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> well, and then he filed it away in the bank. Dude, she was my faves for a while. She's, she's so, really good. She's good in the ring. Yep. 
think she's fighting what's her face now in TNA. She's yeah. fighting um the hell's her name? When they let go from the the one they left from WWE or the one they let go from WWE too. Um, all of them. You got to be more specific, man. There's a lot. Everyone. Chelsea Green. No, no. Is, is Chelsea Green wrestling right now? Yeah, she's back in TNA. Yep. I didn't even know TNA was still a thing. I thought they shut down. Dude, yeah. did you see? Did you see they copyrighted her name? Yeah. They tried to copyright her own real name. So because they of that, trying to do Keith Lee. Oh, did you guys watch Keith Lee video? No. So Keith Lee did like a six minute video on why he was gone for like a year. Dude, they, so he had inflamed heart and almost died. Dang. So first he got COVID. Which and then he came back. COVID will inflame your heart. Yeah. That's what so, your yeah. So that's what happened. So he came back. He, he had COVID. Then he got cleared to come back. He wrestled one batch. And then the next day they found out he had an inflamed heart. So they shot him down. And then he, had, he couldn't do anything for five months straight. Because he had to wait, he could only do light walking. He had to wait for his heart to his heart to be, become uninflamed again before he could even get back to even trying to get in the ring to wrestle. So he's like, "It's been a fucking arduous year." And then he told fans to like leave Mia Yim alone because if it wasn't for Mia Yim, he would have died. Like she gave up her Royal Rumble spot to stay home and take care of him, and then she got COVID. Dang, that's love, bro. Yeah, you put a ring on that, bro. You don't let that walk away. Dang. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I, I listen. So I downloaded Chelsea Green's podcast. It's good. It's really good, actually. It's, it, 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 it's so it's good. In, it's good in the fact that like I enjoy listening to her talk about things. Uh, her podcast with with do you ever listen to her podcast with uh with Matt about roller coasters and shit? No, uh-uh. it's actually really good. Yeah, talking about theme parks. Yeah. So like it, you know, I don't know. It's, she's very vulgar. And it's just weird. Listen yeah, it's so weird how vulgar she is because she isn't. She wouldn't come off as a vulgar person, right? 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 And then you hear her talk. It's like, whoa, that's a. Uh... She's kind of cute though. Like I liked her. I liked the gimmick they were kind of trying to give her in NXT. Well, either way, I, I downloaded her podcast just to kind of hear like what was happening with that. But she didn't really divulge into it too much. I'm just about battling for her own name. So, no, nah, yeah. I think I think eventually she wants she wants to go back there, and so does Matt. So they're they're trying to keep their nose clean. Everybody does. Everybody tries to keep their nose clean when they talk about WWE. I can't they believe they finally let Zack Ryder go. Like that was crazy. I mean, he'd been, he's like a cockroach. He never he went through what twelve rounds of layoffs and never got let go. Yeah, but I feel like he was always good selling merch, and like he was like their oh, WWE yeah. figure sales guy. So like that's why you can't let him go. Yeah. He- and the reason why they got into YouTube and all that stuff was because of him. He proved it was successful. Oh, 100%. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, T-Bird, you got anything you want to add? No. No. <laughs> Hello? Oh, yeah. Hello? Hello? Yo. Hello? Yo. Hello? Yo. Did Joe's thing mess up? No, we can't lose Joe at the end of the show. Right oh, no, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Oh man, I'm here. I'm back. I'm better than ever. <laughs> That's a fact, dude. Eric Bischoff, oh, baby. Oh, dude, remember when he showed up? Were you, were you, were you guys watching yeah, that when he showed up yes. on Raw? That was huge, dude. The pop he got, man. Oh, dude. oh. They're trying to recreate some of those moments, man. Over the years, we kind of sucked. But God, dude, just the idea that like. Like, I don't know, man. Like, dude, the dude who tried to literally put him out of business. Like, that was literally his, like, he literally said out loud, like, I'm going to put Vince out of business and make yes. him homeless. 
And then he, then he, dude, that dude shows up on Raw. Unfathomable. Yeah, with the, and then he did it with Paul Heyman. You know, I was like, man, this is crazy. No, Paul he was always paying him off. Like he, I remember, like he was like Vince was like funding ECW for a while there. Dude, I checks and stuff. I bought the Blu-ray of the uh, I'm Paul Heyman. My name is Paul Heyman. It's a great, dude, that's a great, so that's a good. great documentary. That that's probably one of my top five documentaries. The best one ever is still Rise and Fall of ECW. Oh like, yeah, that documentary is so good, and I probably watch it like once a year. Just because I'm just such a huge ECW fan and always will be. Like I, I just, it's so upsetting that it's so upsetting that I have a ticket somewhere in my house to the last pay per view ever that never happened in Asbury Park, New Jersey. It's supposed to be Rob Van Dam versus Rhino for the strap. Rob was Rob was finally going to go over, <laughs> and then he smoked weed. No, God. he was going to go over as ECW champion before the company awesome. folded, and then it folded before they got so- the chance to do pay per view. So when WWE bought ECW and they made that big belt for Mark Henry, I bought that belt. Yeah, the big silver one. Ugly as shit. What? That belt was amazing. It was ugly as shit. Dude, I used to I used to hang it from my amp when we played shows. Like, I'd be on stage with the friggin' Mark Henry ECW belt hanging from my amp. Yeah, that was the ECW title like belt before the end. That was the one that they yep. that Lashley won. Yeah. Ugh. And then they had that horrible ass December to dismember uh yeah. hell or uh elimination chamber match. That was just god awful. And there's a whole bunch of scrubs in that match and random like random guys that they put on ECW that should never been there. That was the problem with ECW yeah. and WWE. They just putting people that didn't belong there. They were just putting anybody on there that they didn't want to have on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, it was they, they treated like superstars. Oh, it's bad. It was bad. It's really bad. So superstars was dope back in the day. You remember waking up on Saturday morning, like, oh shit. Watch my Ninja Turtles, watch my whatever else, <laughs> and then oh, Superstars is on. Yeah, yeah. And then American Gladiators was on right after Superstars. Yes, that was some good stuff. It was like Turbo and Dude, uh, yes, Domino, Domino, Nitro, Nitro. <laughs> Gemini, Gemini. Yeah. Oh man, that's oh man. <laughs> oh, the show was so good. Now I want to go on YouTube and just watch episodes of <laughs> Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> it's sure like that it's on a streaming service somewhere. No, it's it's on YouTube. Like you find anything on YouTube now. I found oh, yeah. um I found like blocks of like six hours of Nickelodeon cartoons from like the nineties. Oh. And it's just random stuff like Danger Mouse and like Spectre Gadget and just crazy stuff. Count Ducula. Like just oh, random yeah. crap that like you would never like it was just no one cares about, so then they wouldn't copyright it. That's and then awesome. it still has all the old commercials in there. So you're getting like your Gushers commercials Dude. and your Dunkaroos. Yeah, Dunkaroos commercials. There was uh, a <laughs> BK Ratchtech commercials for the sneakers. Oh my God. That made the, that made like the, the like ratching, ratchet sound when you yeah, like, oh, Trapper man. Keepers. Oh my God. Oh, it's Creepy Crawler commercials. Creepy crawlers. Do you remember? Do you remember all the horrible WWE like things Jr. would have to say? Yeah, like get your fruity, 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 fruity skittles. <laughs> and he's doing like his promos. <laughs> Is Jr. doing um AEW commentary? Yeah, dude. He said he said WWE on the one show. You didn't hear about that? Uh. Uh-uh. He said thank you for tuning in to WWE uh, Dynamite. <laughs> dude, That's the internet awesome. like. The internet roasted his ass, and then I listened to JR's podcast, and he was like, give me a fucking break. I'm an old man. I can make mistakes. I worked there for 
30 goddamn years. Yeah. Shit was hilarious. JR is hilarious on his podcast. Oh my God. Yeah. I had like, listened. I, I stopped Conrad, listening right after his wife died. Conrad has to reel his ass in all the time. Dude, he's hitting Rebby now. Or not Rebby, really? uh, Rebel. He's hitting Rebel now from AEW. No, he's no dating way. her. Yeah, dude. He's dating her. He's like 20 years older than her. He don't care. It's JR, dude. Just slap some barbecue sauce song. on it. It's good to go. Let's <laughs> say, what's he doing? Putting Viagra in his barbecue sauce? <laughs> He's putting barbecue sauce on his Viagra. They got a barbecue burner. My God, that thing is hot. barbecue sauce on an online rebel and just eating her up. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's JR's barbecue lube. Choice of words. <laughs> JR's barbecue sauce flavored lube. Dang, I need to tune back in, dude. I like, like I said, it got real dark and sad when his wife died, dude. That like gave him a second. Like that's when he like decided to leave WWE because they just didn't give a shit when like his yeah. when his wife passed away. Like, oh my god, listening to Jr's podcast is something to wrestle with. Is like my two favorite things to do all week. Like the Ask Bruce Anything episodes are hilarious, and then people are like, "And eh, Bruce, how big was Batista's dick?" Let's try to throw that. They just throw throw that cuss that cu- that that uh, question in, like every week. Oh my gosh! Or Conrad will try to ask him questions about like money, and Bruce is like, "I'm not answering that." And he's like, "Why don't you answer any fucking questions about finances, Bruce? People want to know." And he's like, "Who's your favorite tag team?" He's like, "Oh, he's like, where's this tag team rank?" He's like, "In my top five. He's oh like, God, "Everybody's in your G. top." F-. And then Conrad's like, "Everybody's in your top five, Bruce, huh?" Every tag team. Dude, Booker T was like that. My fave five. Oh Dude, my that God. was one of the shucky, best gimmicks ever. Shucky, ducky, shucky, quack, ducky. quack, quack <laughs> moment of the night. <laughs> Always get me every pay-per-view. My, uh, you know what? I like how we're randomly just talking about shit now. We're not my, even talking about like, creating a Chris <laughs> wrestling game anymore. It's just like, let's just talk about wrestling in general. Just, just put all the things we talked about tonight. All right, what's let's... your favorite match of all time? Tanner, you go first. Ooh. All time. Uh, Get this, it, Tanner. This three-hour podcast. Ah, shucky ducky, quack quack. This podcast is going down in my fave five. Honestly, I don't know. I never actually thought about it that much. Nothing? I got three that come to mind immediately. Go for All it. right, go for it. All right. Uh, I'm not saying that any one of these are my favorites, but they're all my favorites. So I would say uh, King of the Ring 98, Mankind versus Undertaker. Never seen anything like that before in my life. That was the most extreme, wildest thing. That was like water cooler moments at school. Like that was the, first, all- ma- that was the first match, like when Undertaker like looked human. Like when he got Dude. beat, I was like, oh damn. Dude, when he when he threw freaking mankind off that cage, no, 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 he didn't. Be, he didn't get beat. He beat mankind. Oh wait, no, that was that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right, right, threw right, off the cage. Yeah, dude, right. it was insane, man. That was crazy. Dude, I remember going um, to school up the next day and I'm like, yo, did you watch pay per view? Did you watch my dude get thrown off the cage and almost die? Dude, yeah. So for the record, I have beaten fi- uh, the ten pounds of gold with five different wrestlers, and the trophy hasn't popped. So I'm getting kind of aggravated. But <laughs> like, you only had to beat it with two people. You beat it with three people because it took so you long. You had to, to beat it with five. Episode. So I beat it with Tommy Dreamer. I beat it with uh, Hollywood Nova. I beat it with Matt Card- uh, Cardona. I beat it with Brian Myers. And then I just beat it with um, Colt Cabana. Boom, boom. That's five people. Break. 
guess I'm going to be a big Stevie Cool next. All right, so, so, what's, uh, your, so what's your second one? So my second one would be the uh, grocery store match with uh, Booker T and um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Is that even a match or is that just a segment? Ah, dude, it was it was ridiculous. Was segment. It was so ridiculous. It was just so funny and dumb. And that was the height of Stone Cold just doing, you know, just ridiculous stuff. Um, that one sticks out as just a, a favorite. But as far as like an actual match that was not a gimmick, nothing crazy would be the, um, I can't remember if it was an Iron Man match or if it was a, a submission match. It was Bret Hart versus Stone Cold when Stone Cold got his head busted open and then passed out. Submission match. Wrestle, yep. WrestleMania 13 submission match. Thir- yeah, I was say 13 or 14. I couldn't remember. Yep. That one right there. So that was like my favorite match ever, just at, like growing up because it was like, man, I, like this was so good. These are my two favorites. This is like Bret Hart being my favorite wrestler as a kid and then Stone Cold becoming my favorite wrestler as like a, as a teen into my adult years. And I was just like, these are, this is, it was just, it was good. Dude, it's like the most flawlessly executed double turn in wrestling history. It was good. Like you went in loving, loving Bret Hart and hating Stone Cold. Yeah. And you went out respecting Stone Cold and hating Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Yep. Masterfully done. Masterfully done. It's a masterpiece. Masterpiece. It was more than fifteen minutes, so yeah, it was a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, I really like the Armageddon to Cell match. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. I really liked Rock versus Stone Cold. At WrestleMania 17, I thought it had everything. The big build, the the, the probably the best wrestling uh, promo packet or uh, vignette ever created. Like the best, the best, like that my way, um, that the biscuit my way, and yep. showing the whole like build up and Stone Cold going, Rock, I have to beat you. It was good. Oh man, it's so good. And the match was just the match was just delivered. And like the whole turn where like Stone Cold became a heel and turned on the, everyone and like you had to have Vince McMahon to beat the rock, like man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Friggin' insane. Um and if I had to pick a third one, it'll be it'll be Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon. Oh. Because I was there. Because I was there that night. And that was insane to watch in person like absolutely insane like when he hit, when he hit the glass the first time and didn't go through yeah i was like oh <laughs> and then on the way back when he tried to put him through on the way back and, it, and then he just hit his head and i was like oh oh man oh man so did you ever watch did you watch much tna whenever uh uh kurt angle and aj nope. styles were there no 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 so I was a huge TNA fan, like ridiculous. And I have like tons of their DVDs and all the AJ Styles greatest hits, all that stuff. Jeez, so I was, you bought all that from Don West when he's yeah. hocking DVDs. Hocking DVDs, man. Yeah. Come on, one, come on, two, come on, three. Oh, gotta go. <laughs> Dude, so me, me and my cousin Zach, man, we started collecting a lot of that stuff. Limited edition AJ right. Styles t shirt. Oh, that's right. DVD combo set. Don West it is a is a grab bag. What was that? This mystery grab bag or whatever? Oh my god, the mystery ones, and then yeah. all you ever get is fucking Jeff Hardy t shirts. <laughs> like Seven thousand of them. Yeah. I had uh I had all kinds of TNA t shirts, dude. I had more of those than WWE t shirts at one time. But um Sad Life it, You Live, sir. It's a sad life. Everyone makes no, mistakes. It's amazing. It's amazing. But dude, so um 
AJ Styles and uh, Kurt Angle had like a series of matches for a while there. And then one night on a random impact, like middle of the week, not even pay-per-view, they did a bet. They did a, like a, a three best of three match. And it was just one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my life, dude. It was in freaking sane, the stuff they were doing. And that was where like, I mean, AJ Styles was, has always been like in a league of his own. Like no one can do what he does and no one does what he does as, as flawless as he does as often as he does. But like, dude, he has so many finishers, signatures and these crazy moves that nobody else can do. And like watching that match, dude, it was just like, I, it was so good. Yeah. I wish that I got, I wish that he would wrestle like, um, Ricochet, like in a real match. Yes. I want, I want him and um, I always want to see him and Shelton Benjamin. I thought when they were in Japan together, they would do more stuff against each other. Hey, but no, I'm always like Shelton Benjamin. No, Shelton's awesome. Yep, that's big. From Shelton Orangeburg, fan. dude. He's from 45 minutes from my house. Really? Yeah, Big Show awesome. was from St. Matthews, and uh, Shelton Benjamin was from Orangeburg. Yeah, the, Big Show was from Aiken, I guess. Rather, Shelton was great. Remember World's Greatest Tag Team? Yep. Oh yeah. Ain't Charlie no Hall. Stop me. You can't stop the man. I won't stop. You can't stop the man. The gold standard. I liked him before he was gold standard, though. Yeah, I, I did. He was just like Olympic wrestler, Shelton Benjamin, or like yeah. pre Olympic wrestler, collegiate wrestler. Yeah. He was great. Him and Brock Lesnar as their, um, the two man wrecking crew, like when they were coming up, they were so good. Yeah. Like watching them on OVW, wow. They were just killing people, dropping people on their heads and not giving a shit. Yeah. They were great, they dude. Were crazy. You got? Did you watch OVW? Because I watched some of it. Because I mean, you were in that area, so like, I know you could like, yeah, watch it. It was like like a local Saturday or Sunday thing or something like that. I didn't watch it live. I watched videos after the fact. Like basically, I found out about OVW or the that one class of OVW. It was like all the big dudes, um, Batista, uh, freaking Lesnar, Cena, Lesnar, all those guys. So the prototype. Yeah, John but. Cena, the prototype. Yeah, yep. Yeah. You guys got anything else? No, man. I think we should put a bow on this before people tell us to go to pit all the people quit our Patreon for having a yep. three-hour wrestling podcast. <laughs> all right, last question, and then we're leaving. Last question. I think people, are, I think people are gonna fucking pay us to not have a wrestling <laughs> podcast again, ever again. Watch this will be the highest downloaded episode we ever do. Right, a favorite wrestler of all time. Undertaker. I mean, mine's Owen Hart, so of all time, it's Owen Hart. What was that, Tanner? I heard you talking, but that was when... Oh, Undertaker. Yeah, that's a good one. So, I would say um, I think AJ Styles, favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, realistically, I, I was, it was close between him, Bret Hart, and Stone Cold, but I think AJ has just been consistent, whether he's face or heel, he is always great. Um, Bret Hart's kind of a douchebag, so like in real life, like he's a douche. He's kind of a baby. So, how hard did you mark out when AJ Styles showed up, dude? So hard, so hard. And the fact that like he chose grits to be his entrance music, I was like, no, he's going for some friggin' Southern Christian hip hop as his entrance music. I was like, that's crazy because yeah, he's a he's a believer and he's he's just an awesome dude. I think it's funny how everybody thinks that's DMX. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
But yeah, I, I like AJ Styles. I mean, he's a huge gamer. I mean, he's a, his biggest downfall, I guess, he's an Xbox gamer. Freaking nerd. But, but yeah, he's a huge gamer. Yeah, I think Xavier Woods makes him in front of him all the time for that. Yeah. So we all make mistakes in life. Oh, we all make mistakes. Yep. That's good, man. So, all right, guys. I think this three-hour episode of the Loot Bros podcast is a, a good place to stop. This is a pay-per-view pod. This is a pay-per-view podcast. That's right. We should throw this one on Patreon immediately. The highest tier, the wrestling tier. So yeah, if you listen to this, thank you so much for checking it out. Hopefully, we have entertained you. Are you not entertained? Are you so, not? Thank you guys. Entertained. It's the yeah. Razzle cast. This is the Razzle cast. This ain't no sports entertainment. This is wrestling. So, um, thank you guys for making it to the show tonight. Uh, Joe Tanner, I know that uh, everybody's got a lot going on right now, so it's awesome. I look forward to this because today sucked balls. So, this was definitely a treat. Um, and if you listen to the show, you made it this far. Thank you so much for checking us out. Don't forget about the Patreon. You can get in on that for as little as $1. So, with that being said, we're out. Running down the blood is flowing down the street. People need to know.